It's August 18. How's everybody doing today? We're here with another episode of Selena's on the Ground podcast. We have special guests tonight. We can't call them special. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I first thing, Pujo. I think the last time, well, actually, when I first yelled at him for it was we had Lily Lemon on. Oh, there you go. Well, they're here again. Full circle. We're back. <laughs> so... There we go. What? We ended up with opening music, everybody. We didn't expect to have opening music, but Selena's delivered. Um, they always do. Yeah. So, Cujo's not here today. Uh, actually, well, Oz is here. Who's Osana's here? here. And the other two are here. The other two. Yeah, Los Otros Dos. Um, no, we got a little lemon in today. Again, Cujo's out, and Cujo controls our soundboard. So, the revolution will still not be televised, but the music will not be played either. It will um, not be heard. It is either. like uh, the day the music died, but we're coming back. So it's kind of like in a, in a recoverable coma. It's in a medically induced coma. It will be back, just not this week. So, um, so dude, okay, driving here, running out of gas. Got to put gas. Isn't gas supposed to be like super cheap right now? It's supposed to. Like a- China's all broke and they're not buying gas and. Oh. It's a, it's supposed to it's supposed to keep like climbing down gradually. Have you have, gradually. what was the last time you put gas and was it cheap? Uh, what it was four days ago? Four days ago and it was still at How much? what three twenty, three thirty? Okay. Okay, so see so was I was at there. okay, I went to the shell on Maine and Blanco. Yeah. Three forty nine for eighty seven octane. And I was like, dude, what the what? Yo, didn't y'all get the memo? This is like fucking bush prices right here. What is this shit? <laughs> um so I was upset, so I didn't fill up my tank. I put four gallons less. Ha, I got them, man. I showed them. You showed them. I showed them. But I was like, dude, what the hell? Isn't China supposed to be broke and not buying stuff right now? (laughs) Which makes everything cheap because they buy everything. Well, have you gone by some of the gas stations on North Main? Like, it's 309 now. Really? Yeah. So I just went by there today. I didn't put gas. I was just driving by. 309. So, I mean... it is, it is coming down. If it gets the, into even two ninety nine, I'm just gonna pump gas because it feels good. Right. I'm be like, what? you're like you're in the nineties all over again. Well, late nineties yeah. at least. Dude, I remember. And no, it, it's so crazy how fast it went up because my sister's only four years older than me, and when she started driving and uh, she was in high school, it was like it was a dollar ten, and it was like fuck yeah. that. I'm not paying a dollar ten a gallon. I remember ninety nine cent. <laughs> Dude, yeah. yeah, and this wasn't like 40 years ago. Oh, no, man. We're not even not. 30. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I don't know what the hell happened. Did 9 11? Yeah, it did really it, did, it did fuck us all. Did, yeah. oh, the $3 war, a gallon? The war. It $3 went up to four, like, four twenty-five, five, five bucks in some yeah. places. Yeah, so. Which is like three or four dollars more than from what it was, which is. Oh. Definitely. And so we didn't win that war because the gas did not go down because of the more oil. Hopefully, Iraq can rebuild their pipelines and fucking start pumping. I feel bad. Saddam Hussein, not a good guy. Not a good guy at all. But that's fucked up, man. You can't even go to the cafe without worrying someone blow themselves up. Yeah, pretty much. ISIS. The fuck did they exist? I, I like going back. You go listen to the old like uh, late night monologues and shit. And they're all the Taliban, the Taliban. In 20 years, the Taliban's going to be doing this. And the Taliban, that. The Taliban don't exist no more. It's ISIS. Whatever the hell they are. Oh, well, the Taliban still exists. Well, they just... Um, do they? Oh, so they're just well, not... Of course. They're not the flavor of the week. Oh, they, yeah, that's, I guess. I feel bad for them now. I they're would, probably like a scorned lover. 
They're like, oh, they're America just, used to hate us so much. They're like sports teams. You know, these terrorist cells are regional. So the Taliban exists in different areas from ISIS. But some of the members are kind of interchangeable. I was, That's kind of scary because sports teams come back. <laughs> the Giants, the San Francisco Giants used to suck at baseball. Now they're really good. Oh, yeah. yeah. So what you're saying is the Taliban are coming back in 10 years. <laughs> Thanks for that prediction, Riley. Uh, Go back to Periscope, and we were having a much better well, conversation than this doomsday. Well, um, yeah, we're on Wait, Periscope now. Oh, Hi, guys. Oh, oh yeah. thanks for telling me. I that. just set up the camera. I get crazy, but you're not on. You, you're not in the angle. So That's I'm good. Sorry. I'm saying all this stuff right here. <gasps> no I know who you work for. It. I don't want to be on that Voice video. <laughs> <laughs> but we've come to that conclusion that you're you're really just keeping tabs on us. You don't like us. Oh, that's what it is. You have a file on us. Boy, you know. Ever since I saw where you were, I, I wish like, oh, I had cool. that kind of power. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, I definitely I, don't. In my head, I you're like Snowden and shit. So for for the <laughs> listeners here, I, I work for the NSA department at the Naval Post Graduate School, but that's actually the National Security Affairs Department in an education Aww. center. In an education what? center at NPS. I was so about to ask it you, is, it is, what's your it is Under the umbrella of National Security Administration. Oh, okay. It's no, paid okay, for yes. by them. Oh, okay. So but, you're just doing misinformation right now. Okay, I get it. But it's I an education it. center. So She's a I have nothing to do with, like, quote unquote, education center. Yeah, some of these terrorists need to be educated of the American way, Lily. Paulo, you're on a list already, chill. That's okay. So it is the National Security Administration yeah. overall. That's cool. I still so okay. I could, my my belief that you're some crazy spy. I mean, I only see Sorry. you once every four months. So it it's fits. because I'm in Afghanistan it most of the time. No, you're way too advanced <laughs> for Afghanistan. It's really expensive to fly over you're, there. You're so. like you're 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 doing something in St. Petersburg. That's all I know. St. Petersburg. Petersburg. I don't know. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. I'm with my car. I was going to try to do some, a Konami code joke, but I couldn't. Um, so anyway. Yeah. Is that an alarm going off? That's so annoying. Um, yeah, I hear it too. I, okay. One more thing before. I, I, what is wi- uh, a wit? A you know wit. How, how people are witty or you're at the end of your wit? What, what is a wit? Well, you're at your wit's end. Yeah. So... Wit is just like another way of saying like cleverness. Yeah. Like okay, I've, that's I've, what I thought. I've run out of clever ways of thinking about that's, this problem. Okay, because don't a lot of people use it like I'm at like you're annoying the shit out of me kind of thing? You know, like like you're up to my neck kind of deal? Well, I've, heard, I've heard people use it in that sense. If, if they are, I don't know if they're using it correctly because when you're at your wit's end, it means you've run out of ideas. Yeah, again, I, I, I just realized that today and I, I made it up on my own and so I'm glad I'm right. But I mean, maybe it has something to do with frustration, right? Because you're out of you're out of clever responses to someone who's acting like really stupid. Or right. Something. That's the only way they could try to justify it. But no, <laughs> I'm glad I know that because again, it's like those people that um, I, I I'm blanking on the term right now. But anyway, I felt so proud of myself that I came up with that on my own. I was like, wait, witty people. Yeah. Yeah. Witty wit like, and then wits end like, wait, you can't be mad at somebody if you're at, it's like um, I ran out of shit to say. <laughs> I, I don't nice. know. Intents and purposes. That one. Like when people say intensive purpose. For all purpose, intents and purposes. Like, what the fuck's an intensive purpose, man? But let's go with it. Um, and don't correct them. Because they, 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 they don't want to <laughs> hear it. They do not want to hear it. Um, so anyway, yeah, I found out what a wit was, everybody. Yeah. Nice. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Learn something new every yeah. day. Yeah, you do. If you, and uh, the day you stop learning, you die. 
That's what the electrician told me at our work. Dude, okay, I, I got to explain why I'm being weird. I, I, my brain is like um, scrambled eggs at the moment before it goes in the pan. After it goes in the pan, it kind of solidifies and it's got a shape. Right now, it's just like the, oh, the scrambled eggs that come in, a, in, a, in, a, um, in the little milk jug things. The, that's my brain right like now. Like the egg mix? <laughs> yeah. This is your brain. Yeah. This is your brain on those bubbles. No, on clear stamps, man. I got to see, I said man three times. Let me slow out, down. Man. Let me tell. Can I mention you guys before we get into your 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 yeah. li- Lily Lemonness? And, Dude, we're here for you. And um, I was gonna say how sweet you are, but lemons are that sour. That would be a lie. They're sweet lemons, and they come from Mexico. And you can buy them in Marysville for some fucking reason. Myers lemon is that's a real thing. Are they sweet? They're like a lemon and an orange combined, so they're they're they are slightly sweet. Oh, I like that Myers. That guy gets his own lemon. What a jerk. Yeah. So anyway. I work at a manufacturing company. We make clear stamps. Nobody knows what they are, but we sell millions of those things a fucking year. If you know what a clear stamp is, congratulations, you're one of the few. Everybody knows what a clear stamp is. They just, they don't yeah. know what they're called. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. Pe- people are familiar with the product. They just are unfamiliar that they're dealing with it when they are. Yeah, once you show them to them, they're like, oh, okay, it's just a stamp. But it's a yeah. bit different. Yeah, so, so anyway, these, these things have, have gone through a period of growth. And this small little company in Salinas that started over 10 years ago with two people is now up to 23. And it's fucking getting crazy, y'all. It is getting crazy. Um, I don't know how to, I don't want to say, what the fuck, who cares? Um, okay, so three or four months ago, a customer would order, say, $27,000 a month worth of product. Now, here, two months later, they're ordering $27,000 per order. So every week, they're giving me, you know, they're averaging out about $15,000, $20,000 an order. Every week, four times a week. So we're, that's hard enough to keep up with. But we're, we've also transitioned. Um, the stamps are clear, and we put a black label on them so you could see the design, you know. So if it's a little cute little bunny rabbit, you could see it. So when it's at Michael's, you could actually see what's on there. Um, so we used to put those on, on by hand, but we couldn't keep up. Plus, California is expensive, $9 an hour minimum wage, plus all the other expenses that come with, with hiring people. So we ended up buying robots. Robots are taking over our jobs, people. It's um, going to happen. It's bound to yeah. happen. Yeah. Well, luckily, I was able to, to work it. And part of the reason why I'm so behind is I didn't want to fire anybody and replace them with, with robots. That'd be messed up, man. Like, this T-1000 just took your job, dude. Um, so I made sure that nobody lost their job and people just transitioned into new jobs that were created in the company. That sounds like such a fucking corporate line. Sometimes it's true, people. <laughs> it's exactly Sometimes it it's is. true. Yeah. Sometimes it's true. Um, so, so anyway, so we transitioned into these machines. So, so we're already behind because, you know, we had, we just, it was a major transition. And we have one customer in particular that is just growing beyond belief and they keep badgering me for stuff hey wisconsin badgers look at that yeah fucking tying it in that's how we do it um so they keep bugging and bugging and bugging and bugging so i tell them we're gonna ship x amount this week they agree we do it they call me on monday and they're complaining that we we met what we said so then i do another way which ensures they get more stuff they still complain on Saturday, okay, uh, my niece was here, my, shit, 
think she turned nine. She's between eight and ten. She's not nice. ten. I would know the double digits. Between seven and nine. Uh, well, and I, the reason I don't know this is because my sister's in the Air Force and she's stationed in Guam. So I get to see my niece grow up through Facebook um, or Google Hangouts or whatever, you know? So this summer she was here. And so what we ended up doing is I like to garden. Full disclosure. Uh, everybody should. Dude, we grow your own shit, man. What the fuck? Uh, um, yeah, our generation is going to change that. Our generation is going to kill the fucking supermarket. Um, and so I, I wanted to teach her that, you know, as well. It's like, dude, because that's uh, the first time I took her out in the back. And she was like, wait, why? why did she, she figured it out on her own. She was like, why do we pay for this if we can grow it in the back? And I was like, no shit, dude. You're seven or yeah. nine or eight. Um, and you know this. So, I, so my niece is here, so we've been gardening on the weekend, and she was going to leave today, which is Tuesday, um, and we've been growing basil. So I wanted to show her, like, you know, what you can actually make from what you grow, so we made pesto. Um, so we're making pesto on Saturday, and these people are calling me and texting me, and they're like, are you going to be in the office? Are you going to be in the office? And it's like, yeah, man, I'm making pesto with my niece, dog. Chill. <laughs> so they keep bugging me to the point where I just, uh, I drop my niece off uh, with my mom, and and go to go to the go to work it's, uh, Saturday at five. Stay till ten to figure out what the hell I'm gonna tell them. Tell them what I'm gonna say. They agree to it. They're okay. That's that's what we're gonna do next week. The next day Sunday comes around. Fuck. What am I woken up? A fucking text from them. Right, is it enough? Did you send it? Can we get tracking numbers? Did it go to our address? Holy shit! I ended up working Sunday from one p.m. to two thirty a.m. You were there well, part yes. of the time, yeah. 1 p.m. to 2.30 a.m. Just nonstop, man. Yeah, just, I, I, I walked four miles. <laughs> like, we have a 5,000-square-foot facility. It's not that fucking huge. And Monday again, wake up to texts and calls from them, just like, we feel like we're not going to get enough. Like, dude, we talked on Saturday. Nothing changed on Sunday other than we got ahead, actually. So I'd, on, on Monday... Last night, I stayed till 3 in the fucking morning. Wow. And, and, and today, again, woken up to calls, and, and, te- and I'm like, dude. And today, I, again, I couldn't even get out of bed. I don't know what the hell was happening. <laughs> um, it, was, it was scary. But so I just I ended up calling the owner in L.A., and I was like, dude, you, you got to get these fucking people off my back. I, I, can't, I can't handle them. They're, 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 it's been two weeks, dude. It's been two weeks, and... Working 14-hour days, and then, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> what else do you want? I feel like boxer in Animal Farm, you know? Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but I mean, if they, if they place an order, shouldn't they just wait for that order before they start asking you so many questions? Well, they place the order, and then they, they sell a bunch of stuff. That, I, I mean, I completely... They sell it before they yeah, receive the product. Oh, I completely shit. understand where they're coming from, is they, they order 1,000 of a certain stamp, and they end up selling 2,500. Where again month before they ordered five hundred and it was enough, so they they don't they don't they I, I understand that that they have a hard time forecasting but like dude, you gotta understand that you're gonna sell your stuff over yeah, forecast yeah. over you know go over over the the thing and um but but yeah so I was today I I I just I couldn't write I couldn't type I couldn't say anything. So I'm sorry if I'm if I'm a little <laughs> bit wacky or weird, but I have a full time job and it's fucking good. I try I try That's not. That's more than full time. It's like double yeah. time. Right? Um, yeah, and I try not to let it get in the way of the podcast, but 
I, and it's a trip because some people think we do this full time. We don't. And they get mad at us because we don't like they think we're not spending enough time on it. And I was like, what, uh, what do you? What do you mean? What do you mean? Is somebody paying us to do this? Yeah, no. they, they, they think yeah, we yeah, do. A lot which, of people don't understand that. that. That actually makes me feel good because it's like, dude, they think we're good enough to get paid. You know, if they were like, "You guys are crap," who's paying you? You know, we've never heard anybody say that. But we've had people assume that you're getting paid. That we get paid, and these and are the same people that, of course, wouldn't you know pay for a membership membership or whatever to subscribe no, to your podcast of or course, something. Pretty much, yeah. Somebody's course. paying him. It's just not me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, dude, it actually costs us a pretty good amount of money to keep this going. I imagine, but it's fun. I, I'm never gonna stop. If I stop doing something this underground, I'll make a podcast about something else. <laughs> this is dope. I, I love podcasting, and we're we're getting we're we're. Serial change the game, y'all. Pod, podcasts are, are becoming legit. People are, are curious about them and don't know how to get into them. Um, and and it's, it's, it's fun. It's been fun the last year and a half. A year and a half. Oh, that's so crazy. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, anyway, thank you. But uh, <laughs> let me just uh, step down from the soapbox and get back onto the regularly scheduled programming. Because I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, we have uh, Lululemon... Uh, there, we have a lot to catch up. If you if you didn't listen to our original episode with Lily Lemon, please go back and listen to that episode. Um, you could on SalinasUnderground.com. There, all all the the back episodes are there. Uh, I repurchased the domain. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> that was scary. <laughs> that was scary. I was like, I was gonna I'll go upload an episode. So um um so I go to share the link, and I go to SalinasUnderground.com, and it's like. This domain is for sale. Oh, I was like, oh, shit. shit. What? <laughs> oh, my God. They, renew, renew. Yeah. And then they changed the law where you, you, they need to have your personal information. Like, so if, so if I, I go try to harass people through my website, that they, can, they can track me down. And then I didn't know about that. So I renewed it. And then two days later, I go to selenasunderground.com and it says, this person is not registered with ICANN. And I'm like, what? Uh. Your, European people yelling at me. Like, what am I doing? It says click here if you own it, and uh, I do it, and it's like okay, it'll be up in forty-eight hours, and I was like, oh, oh, bad week. No more wow. internet privacy, bad guys. Bad week. Yeah, oh, it's no. yeah, it's not it's dissolving. No, yeah, very much so, and that's um, I came across this this uh, it's essentially web forums that are sec- secret, hidden. They 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 use Tor if you want. Yeah, um, they're completely anonymous and like darknet and, and, and deep websites. Yeah, and then it's not even that deep. You just well, I guess you got to download it so it, well, it, I, it does go. Kind yeah, of I've deep. tried it before, and it's I don't know. It's, well, it's kind of like vote. You go it's to not vote. Not user friendly at all. And, um, no, yeah, it it really isn't. It's not. It's crazy. There's two internets out there. You know, the yeah. internet yeah. for normal people. That where you go to Amazon and buy cool shit, and then the the powerful internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, that deep web. Have you seen that documentary? No, but I used to work in it. Yeah, NSA, we know. We know. <laughs> we know. We see you. Yeah. Tor. Reads into our theory, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, let's get back into this, Lily. Uh, what is new? Last time you were here, you hadn't released any albums or anything. <laughs> you had some stuff up on SoundCloud. And so what has happened since then? So since then, we have uh, released our first album, and now we're working on our EP, which is going to be launching officially in November, but we're going to have a really special pre-release show on September 11th. 
at Chibo's restaurant in Monterey, and it's only for fans, so you have to either get it at the show or you have to pre-order it on Indiegogo. But, of course, that campaign is going to be over by the time the podcast is yeah. launched. But, um, is, that, is that a dig on, on how bad, it, how long it takes us to, to release these? No, I, I just imagine that you're not going to... It's 24 really? hours yeah. is what we got left on it. So Oh, it's on... Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not a dig. It's a... <laughs> um, um, wait. So the only way to get it is to get it at the show. Lily Lemon is releasing their CD at a place called Goats. Goats? Chivas? Chibos. Oh, I thought you said Chivas. Oh, Chivas. <laughs> it's like goats? I'm so pretty sure. Like, what is this, a goat specialty restaurant? Ch- like, Ch- hey, they let us a, use their stage. It's Italian, actually. Not, not, not Spanish, <laughs> oh, but Italian. Re- Chibos restaurant. Italiano. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I in Monterey. Say, that's a bit weird. It's, um, it's a, but it's a pre-release. It's not an official launch, so you have to be cool. a fan to get it. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, well, and... So for the release, are you doing anything else special, any other shows or anything as well? Um, it's going to be, well, we're going on tour immediately after the, the pre-release show. So we're going to be touring um. as we launch. We are going to launch our, our pre-release EP, First Editions, and then we're going to launch alongside it a music video for Stardust, which was our um, sort of bastion track from our first album as a way to sort of commemorate that first year that we had with this album. And it's, and it's a really killer video, and I think people are going to really enjoy it. Yeah, no, you, you have a good videographer? What do you call those people? Yeah, he's a videographer. He, okay. um, he's a videographer. He directed the video. His name is Matthew Ulrich. And he, he actually works for KSBW full-time um, and has kind of stepped in as our video guy on several occasions for a bunch of different stuff. He did video for the CD release show last time, and um, he also went on tour with us last time for a couple of weeks and, and filmed the tour route with us. So we're, we're, we were really close to him as a videographer, and we really love the things that he does with his work. So, How do you pronounce the name of your album? Break? Both, actually, well, yeah, both of them. The first album, Break. Um, B-R-A-K. Yes, well, spelled B-R-A-K. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like the phonetic spelling of Break. So it's uh, and if you look at it it's on the spine, it says break verb broke broken breaking. Uh, um, I, it's sort of like the definition, like the the clinical definition of break. And then the second one. And the second one is called ether. A e t h e r. Okay, no, no, a okay. The a always ether. A e t h e r. And it's it's actually a the album the EP is is the four elements. So it's we have a fire song, a water song, an earth song, and an air song. And and they're almost entirely entirely electronic. Do you have a last song that's Earth, Wind, and Fire? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> but well, in a way, I mean, the 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 track that rounds off the album is called Cinder and Dust. So I guess there's some fire and there's some air in there, and there's probably some water because you hear like the bell from the fire truck. Um, so you could probably incorporate all of them if you tried hard enough, thought about it long enough. So is it only literally four songs? Well, it's an EP, so that means it's an, it's an extended play. So usually they're between like four and six tracks, and ours is, is five. But Would an extended be longer? Like a 12-track? No, track? you're talking about LP, long play. What so the there's, extended there's, and long is different? There are three terms. Pretty so sure there's cinemas. single, right, which is one track. There's EP, which is extended play. And then there's LP, which is long play, which is um, probably 11 or 12 tracks or more. Makes no sense. Why didn't they go like short, short, short P? I don't know. Well, the, the history of it, it comes from um, when you had like records. Uh-huh. If you had an EP, 
typically it meant that you had to flip the record over. Oh. Um, so that's that's that means it's longer than a single. You could buy a single on a record, one song on a record. You mm -hmm. don't have to flip it. It's on one side. Yeah. And then when L when EPs came along, you had to flip it. And then LPs came after that, where all the tracks would fit on one side. Oh. Yeah. They never tell you that in, in high school. It's, it's one of those things you don't yeah. learn about, about your music history. Yep, Slim Shady LP. Come now, I get it. <laughs> Eric, correct me if I'm wrong in any of this. But. You know, um, to the best of my knowledge, I mean, I don't know much about it because I wasn't alive then, but, uh, you know, singles usually traditionally have the B-side too, which is on the flip yeah, side of it. Yeah. So you've got, you have two songs, actually. And, I mean... I've I've always seen LPs being something you flip over too. So, like, oh, yeah. you know, you have four songs on one side and four songs on the other side, right? And the eight tracks would be like a full album. Yeah, sure. Which is where eight track tapes come in because they were the next thing after um, after LPs, right? Because you you could fit all eight tracks on one uh, disc or, or one tape essentially. Yeah, I guess I wasn't alive then either. So, I, uh, neither was uh, I. Wow. <laughs> um, I missed. I missed the the LP generation. Was, I um, was no. That's when I'm um, going back to my niece. She watches this thing called Gumball. I think something with Gumball. Uh, fucking hilarious, by the way. But they were making fun of that. They didn't know what a, a VCR was. Oh <laughs> and, wow. and then then the, then VHS. And then somebody was like, Yeah, VHS. But Betamax was obviously the better technology. <laughs> So I look at her, I was you like, what was a VHS? It's funny that you mentioned that, because we just had a buddy in town that's from Salt Lake City, and he saw an artist perform that loops using uh, VHS tapes, and what will, like, use them to loop the audio and stuff like that, and it was, so it was the trippiest thing ever. Ooh. So it's like, it's like they're coming, making a weird comeback. That's, so he doesn't, do you still play them out of a VCR? And just no. play the sound? I think so. The soundtrack? That's weird. Well, uh, Sony's releasing that uh, new cassette that's supposed to hold like 100 terabytes or something like that. A cassette like, tape? Yeah, it's a magnetic tape that's supposed to hold like a bunch wow. of data on it. I told you tapes were coming back. They Nobody are. believed they, me. They released it. I mean, it's going to be more for like surveillance cameras and stuff like that. But, <laughs> oh, sure. But I mean. <laughs> yeah, looking at you, Lily. It, it all starts in the military. Everything trickles down to military technology. It's weird just that like she knew internet. about it before. She's like, I told you. I knew it. I mean, Project 27, I mean. Uh... <laughs> well, yeah, so, I mean, uh, they might make a comeback. They're always going to make a comeback. Records made a fucking comeback. Yeah, but I mean, they're. And they're sensitive as fuck. Well, yeah, I guess. They're so expensive I, I to print. Yeah, I like vinyl. Vinyl's awesome. There's a warmth there that you can't really replicate. Yeah, there, there really is. It, I don't know. All that grainy stuff that you hear and all those mm. bumps and everything, all that's, that's what I like. Bullshit. Bullshit. It's Give true. Me a nice, clean MP3 <laughs> with every track ever I mean, existed. Of on. course. You can't argue with technology. But I mean, I like that the nostalgia that people like. Yeah, Let's, it's nostalgic. Real really quick true. Facebook meme fucking vent. People that put up that like, uh, Lauren Hill sold this many more albums, or this person in the '70s sold this many more albums than all these new modern artists. Like, bitch, who the fuck buy CDs now? <laughs> of course. How many more digital downloads do they have than Lauren Hill? Yeah, Bet you true. that girl has little to no digital downloads. And Nicki Minaj killing her. It's all about it's all about those singles now. You, iTunes just buy one track, the one track that you want. It's and that's cool. That's how it should be. 
God damn it! Suck buying the CD with fourteen tracks and only oh, four right. of them were entertaining. But then how do you how do you like put a, an album together? Like there's albums that you have to you have to listen to like from front to end to understand what's See, going on. See, that's dope. That's what I like is that that's why albums you know concept. Can, that's where they yeah. will stay. Yeah, exactly. The super experimental stuff. Like, nah, dude, you gotta you gotta listen to this together. Well, that's what our first album was like. I mean, we had it was a story from from start to finish, and it was exactly. like chapters in a book. That was kind of like going back to that sort of concept album thing. And we had tracks that even there were two tracks that bled into each other. Like you had to listen to them both to get the full story. It, and, you know, it wasn't that successful. I, I don't feel like people got it. I don't think they're used to that kind of thing anymore. That is true. That's a, that's a very valid point, you know, because, again, a lot of your audience is kind of younger. Every yeah, time you exactly. Go with, they're all people our age, you know. Which is why we're going for the EP thing this time, because if we have four tracks and two of them are singles, then that's, that's like the market that we, we can actually hit. Hell, yeah. You can get on Spotify and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Make nothing, yeah. Make, I, I, make no uh, money. Make no I, money. I, I but the exposure, Eric. <laughs> our our really first album it? isn't on Spotify, actually. I, I refuse to, to drop it on there. But I'm, I'm actually considering doing it now since it's been out long enough that I feel like it wouldn't be a loss for us. Are they pretty open to taking any... I mean, I, I don't consider you guys anybody. You guys are obviously fucking talented. But, um, like, if I said, hey, Spotify, I'm, I make this, like... Well, you, what you have to do is, like, you have to be ASCAP registered so that they can pay you royalties when they come in. Oh, okay. Um, you also, I think, have to go through a distributor, like CD. Yeah, you can't, you can't we, go directly through the it site. It costs money. Oh, you can't okay. just, yeah. I mean, iTunes is the same way. You can't, like, for music, I don't know what it's like for podcasts, but for, podcasts, for music, like, here's you, our can, URL. you can't just go <laughs> yeah. on, you just can't go on iTunes and be like, upload MP3s, and they're in the library. It's like, it doesn't work like that. You have to go through a distributor. Kind of weeds out, you know, the people. You have to pay like a certain amount of. I can't remember. At least thirty dollars or something. Yeah, something remember. like that. Actually, now that you mentioned that, I there's a band that I just recently saw on Facebook that yeah, they just uh, severed their connections with their their record label, and they said, well, we're no longer available on Pandora, and that makes sense now. Definitely. That's yeah. Interesting. I mean, they had to go through the record company. They're the ones That's that make crazy. it easy. Sign, Podcasts, sign we're just like, we pay somebody 20 bucks a month to hold our fucking media. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and everybody could get it. And try to hold our domain as much <laughs> as much yeah. as possible. When, yeah. Once a year, for, remember <laughs> to give those dudes 10 bucks. <laughs> That's so crazy, dude. For 10 bucks, you can have your own website. People look at you like you're Bill Gates when you tell me you have a website. It's like, it's 10 bucks. And you can call it I've got my want. own domain, ericawobbles.com. Right. I don't even use it. It's Why just forged it? to like... My Twitter or something. And it's a lot of so pe- dope. A lot of people have that nowadays. Like, you go on somebody's webpage and they're explaining how to do stuff or you know tutorials and stuff it's like, like that. Blogging, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like as simple as like I put some effort into people it. People are know. brands, dude. The other day, True. some on on our beer money. I don't know if you subscribe to beer money, <laughs> but it's a, a subreddit where you could just go and ask. You know, if you want to make a couple hundred bucks or something. Uh, and this kid was like, "I'm 16 and." I, I I don't have a car and stuff, obviously, so so I can't make money. I only all the money I make is off my YouTube channel, so I'm trying to find how to make a little bit more. And it's like, holy shit, that's so weird. Like, people are brands in and of themselves now. Like, yeah. you, you just create your own brand. That guy's wearing a baseball helmet. <laughs> Somebody's wearing a baseball helmet. Somebody is. It has a bunch of change on the counter, and they have a baseball helmet on. Are you sure it's not like a medical helmet? That is a baseball helmet. It's a shiny one, too. It's a Little League baseball helmet. That's awesome. Wow. It's a Rawlings. It's a, that's a softball helmet. 
That is a, it has it has the ear things on both sides, so that's a softball helmet. That isn't so a soft. He's wearing a softball helmet in the yeah. bar, and he has a bunch of change in front of him. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he's converted it into money or yeah, he converted it into bills. Okay, nice. I I derail conversations so crazy. I th- that's ADD, right? That's got to be it, like undiagnosed, because that was pretty severe. It was just shiny stuff, and I was like, ooh, shiny. <laughs> I don't know. We we're, we're, t- we're talking about EPs and stuff. Well, I mean, it's somebody <laughs> wearing a helmet. Some, dude. Know. That's kind of unusual. Yeah. Right? Like when the, like, somebody tried to sell us a samurai sword one time in Chinatown. Oh, like, yeah. That was, that was nuts, though. That was like, I think that was extreme for Chinatown. That was pretty That's cool. That's funny because samurai swords are Japanese. Well, exactly. You know but, <laughs> dude, that, she, was, that was racist of her. Well, she assumed she would get customers over there. Oh, yeah, that's true. But we didn't believe her. And she came up to us and she's like, you guys want to buy a sword? That's oh, when it went from funny on, to dude. fucking straight up Daddy. scary. Uh, a like, lady like, pulls like, up in a car. You guys yeah. want to buy a sword? Mm, yeah, get out of no here, thanks. And, and then she's just like, gets off she? and then just pulls it off. Dude. <laughs> and pulls it out of it, the <laughs> sheath or whatever the hell it was in. I was like, well, uh, she could start swinging this right now. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, my my sword protection is low. It was probably mm-hmm. like... As dull as a butter knife, too, though. Like, you know, know, like... It looked pretty sharp. <laughs> it <still hurt. laughs> it looked pretty sharp. whip us with it. I don't know. And she was big. As in tall. Yeah, as in... Uh, yeah, she was a tall lady. Um, <laughs> so she could get some, some good leverage. Good swings in there. Yeah. And that was the scariest thing that happens in Chinatown. So it's not that bad, people. <laughs> people expect us to have, like, horror stories. Like, oh, my God. We saw three people get stabbed and... That, but really, nothing happened. Down we there. only almost got stabbed by this oh. really oh, tall lady. Yeah, with a samurai yeah, sword. that's actually actually, <laughs> dude. I saw drunk girls run into Chinatown and, and be safe. That was scary, man. Don't do that. that really, don't, really scary. Don't do that. <laughs> she was one of these like, I'm 22 and my dad's a sheriff. I'm invincible and my boyfriend's mad at me. Yeah, she just so ran to into get Solidad back at Street. him. She ran straight into Solidad Street and I was like, well. Like, no. Oh, don't do that. Like she's probably addicted to heroin now. Hello. <laughs> well, that's the last we saw of her. <laughs> anyway, let's get. I want to hear about this tour. So, because you got a new oh, van, yeah. you're going across the country. I remember last the one last had a diary. Dude, Eric, the tell them about the tour. Was, Did well, you dig the diary? Oh yeah, that that was I awesome. I reading dude. it. It was I in, liked, the, I dug in the Monterey how, County Weekly. Yeah, yeah. You're very. Oh, was, did you know like that it was going to be on there before? Yeah. Because it was, okay, I, have, um, I appreciated the openness and, and stream openness. And I was like, well, I know Lily a lot better yeah. now. Well, Adam, Adam Joseph, who was, who was writing full-time for the Weekly at the time, asked me to do, like, a tour blog, which is more like day-by-day breakdown of what happened. And I was like, that sounds really boring. I can think of, like, let me write an essay. And he's like, well, I'd really prefer if you did this other thing. And I was like, okay, but just read the essay first. And then he did, and he was like, oh, okay, I'll publish this. This is actually pretty good. Yeah, I <laughs> but, um Yeah, that, that was a tough one, too. There's some details that were harder to to let go of than others. So um, I had I had to change up some stuff to make it less uh, invasive of, of everyone's privacy. What? But you, you edited that thing down? I did. And and it seems really open now. You should have seen it before that. <laughs> I, I'm just not... I don't, I don't feel, I don't know, shy or afraid of who I am and what I do. Well, obviously, yeah. You have that great stage presence. And uh, again, it's... Because I, I didn't notice when you guys first came on. Again, go back and listen to that episode because you, you guys had your full freaking setup here. 
yeah. and you, you did the whole thing. And that wasn't our full freaking It was setup, like our, though, that right? was our acoustic setup, I think. Our, it, was a, yeah. uh, it was a big setup. It's, yeah, it gets bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely That's has. That's why we uh, need the van. Uh, yeah, I, I've, seen, I've seen the more, more modern one and the, the bigger one. It's like, holy shit, look at all the lights. Um, but even then, it, 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 it felt like uh, double jack. Um, I don't know how to explain it. It, it was it, you did definitely did get the the vibe of it being a, a practice or something more casual, but it's not too big of a difference from what you see when right. you're actually on stage. Like again, when you're when you're up there, it's a, it's always at a hundred percent. You know, again, you it's you're comfortable. You know, yeah. It's I, again, and I don't I don't mean this in a rude sense. I hope you understand, but it, you put no effort into it. You know, it's just. It's just, it looks that way. You know how when an By athlete makes By the time we get something? up there, it feels that way. Yeah. But everything before that is a lot of work. But, I mean, part of it is audiences don't want to see you working really hard. Like, they don't want to feel like, I, I don't know. They want to feel like everything is flowing really nicely. So, of course, I mean, if we're any good, we look like it's effortless. Yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that's what you, the athletes, you know, you always hear that about, oh, you make it look so easy, you make it look so easy. And then they get upset because I'm in the gym all the time. You never see that. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Like Muhammad well, Ali. Well, he just picked up that 400-pound weight like it was nothing. Yeah. It's like I spent five years training to pick that thing up. Exactly. Well, so, yeah, so you you look so comfortable up there and you make it look so so effortless. And um, so, yeah, so you it's pretty... No double J. It's pretty apparent, you know, that, that you, you, you are, you know, have that easiness and being open, which... Pretty cool. Again, we're 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 acquaintances, I guess. You know, we know each other. But yeah. you know, reading that and knowing you, it really motivates me. Again, w- this podcast, we're putting ourselves out there, and 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 I try not to censor ourselves or try to hold my opinions back. You know, and I realize I do yeah. because when we're not recording, I'm not telling Cujo and Pozole, man, people got to do this, and I can't believe this is happening. And then turn the mics on, and I'm like, hey, everything's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Everything's pretty nice. If, you know, if you're not, if you're not making somebody mad then you're doing it wrong like if you're if you're a podcast and you're like you're talking about issues that are important if you're not saying anything that's pissing somebody off then you're probably not saying anything relevant uh, and that's the well, lesson I that I learned recently actually very like, kind of the hard way but yeah it always <laughs> the hard way is always the, the worst <laughs> the worst way to listen to it or to figure it out um but yeah so again that comfort it does, does come across and and again, speaking for me personally, it really helps me be more comfortable in front of this mic, where I'm not singing or doing anything. I don't know if this takes talent, but it it makes me more comfortable. You know that you're so comfortable and that you're willing to share that comfort. You know, I couldn't wish for a better like result from that. That that makes me feel really happy. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm, I'm I'm yeah. And again, it it really it is honest, and and we've been getting some of that too actually yesterday somebody somebody mentioned to us uh, their 16 year old cousin they were driving down to LA and they were listening to the podcast oh awesome and it, yeah and it was that one at James's house where i was complaining that going back to my work uh, we're trying to expand we're trying to look for a 10,000 square foot facility and everywhere we go the city's telling us no 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 you know we we found the buildings but the city says no we don't we don't want you there um and so I, I went on a little rant. It's like, well, do we have to diversify our economy? We're fucking ourselves by just, re, uh, you know, just relying on ag. Yeah, we were safe from this whole drought thing because we got that giant-ass basin. But we're, we're sucking water out of that faster than it's getting replenished. At some point, it's not going to be economically viable 
to harvest in the Salinas Valley. And if they're not, not letting businesses like yours grow, like what, what's the point in saying that you're like a, a business center of the state? Exactly. You can't just be an ag business. Like there's got to be more to it. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. Salinas has got to learn that. Like they don't have much time left to learn that lesson. Exactly. That's what I think is that's, that would be so scary. And, and again, this is always worst case scenario and it very rarely happens this way. But it, what you do, the rings might not come back. You know, and all of a sudden, we we can't pull. You know, ninety percent of the water that we pull out of the ground here in Monterey County goes to ag. That's why it's like, dude, why are we trying to conserve water? Even if if every single person in Monterey County conserved one hundred percent more water, the total water use in Monterey County would only go down ten percent. And no, we're not gonna do shit. You mean one hundred percent less? Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. we'd all die from the yeah. water. From <laughs> Do no, no, we have that's... a mic for Matthew? Because he's got an opinion on this. They're, yeah, hand him that one. Um, we only have four channels, bro. But, um, oh, come on. Come sit over here. You can sit on mine. What, are you going to yell at the cows? Because it is them. It's the fucking cows. Yeah, it's not the almonds. The fucking people in Turlock t- told me that shit. <laughs> You're talking my language right now. We yeah. can share this mic. This yeah. Is... <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. Well, I was over there, and they were all almond growers, and I was like, "Dude, stop using our fucking water, dicks!" And they're like, "It's not us; it's the cows." And I it's was like, true. "What?" And then they told me, and I was like, "Hey, like alfalfa takes a shitload of water to grow, and you we need don't need alfalfa, do we? No, hell no. no, we do not. The sprouts, delicious in sandwiches, but <laughs> but we don't need enough to justify as much as we're growing. Plus, it sprouts. We don't we don't need that water to let it grow up. Yeah, and um, and it, you need, dude." Cows shit a lot, and you got to clean it out somehow. And I'm pretty sure they use water. They use water. <laughs> I, and something tells me they use water. Um, and I, they're thirsty. They make, dude, it, a gallon of milk doesn't take a gallon of water. I, I don't know. I don't know. But it must take more yeah, than a gallon. A, a, yeah, a milk's got to take more than a gallon of water in, right, to make a gallon of milk? I don't know. That's messed up. Meat, meat and dairy. In the state of California, it takes almost 50% of our water use in the whole state. Yeah. Just meat and dairy. And that's not including alfalfa. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. And it's actually not including the agriculture, like the alfalfa that it takes and the, and the hay and whatever else you, it is you're feeding cows here. It doesn't even include that number. Like, oh. that's all under the agricultural side of the water use. Alfalfa is like another, like, 14 or something? Yeah, it's like 14%. Do they, do they treat dairy cows and beef cows different in the fact that, like, the amount of space that they give them because one thing I did notice when I did go to Turlock all the dairies the cows were kind of like free to do whatever the fuck they wanted well the thing is that dairy cows have a slightly longer lifespan than beef cows so they they, even if the space that they use is the same they are still consuming more because they they live longer and so they're eating more obviously and they're producing more fluid so they have to have more water to produce that kind of fluid no but what I'm wondering is because I always see you always see that especially in Texas but they got these farms that are like, or these ranches that are like as big as Salinas. Yep. And they got these like lakes of blood, man. It's fucking gross. I can't believe we do that. Well, you know? But it's like, is that, is that what, do we do that here in California? Sure, yeah. Like, yeah. do we have them in these little ass pens and shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see it, so I was like, yeah, California. There are, there are a small percentage of like beef cattle that actually is on a range. But if you go to a, a standard like California dairy, they're not in a lot of space. They're in the dirt. Like, they're not eating grass or anything. They're going to the uh, bins, thing, the, yeah. to the troughs and eating alfalfa, and that's pretty much why all they, they get. Why do they have racks for their necks? Like, 
Like, the cow's not stupid. It's not just going to stand on its food and be like, look at all the food. Well, they do that. Well, they got to stick their head through the things. Yeah, they, they stick their heads through the racks, and then people will come through and check to make sure that they're still, like, healthy while they're eating. So, oh, and then that's when they give them the antibiotic shots okay. and stuff like that at the same time. My uh, my like uncle is a veterinarian for, for dairy, actually, in um, El Bano. In Los Banos, sorry, Los Banos. Yeah. And so I, I actually went on a couple of runs with him to these dairy farms. And I know, so I know like what they use them for. Um, and so what they'll go through and like give shots to the cows and, um, you know, for all the infections that they have from when they burn their horns off and they're like snot coming out of their faces. And yeah. it's really disgusting. My doctor used to do that with a Daffy Duck thing when he gave me shots. He'd be like, look at Daffy Duck. And he'd be like, dude, when are you going to give me the shot? And he's like, done, dude. Like, dude, you're, you're badass. And Here's your sticker. Dr. Hershey, yes. Nice. He did give me stickers and lollipops as well. Well, it's crazy that you're talking about farms, dude. I just saw this thing about uh, pig farms where they – well, most pig farms have this right next to them, and it's just like this huge pool of blood, dude. And it's like blood feces that they just wash out to like the cesspool. And you know the pigs can smell that, and they know they're well, smelling their buddy's blood. Well, no, dude, but you know how they get rid of most of this stuff? They spray it like with a sprinkler, and it becomes mist. And then that's all – evaporate the blood? Yeah, dude. What the fuck? I'll pull it up and I'll, I'll let you guys watch that. I couldn't believe it. And the dude told, they had like the testimony of this guy and he's all like, I couldn't do it anymore. And, uh, it's crazy. I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, the town next to my farm, I couldn't be, uh, what you, I, I felt guilty for giving them that smell. Every time I would go into town, I could smell it all the way down there. It smells terrible, horrible, but that is some fertilized soil. <laughs> I could fucking guarantee. Sure, no, man, it's too acidic. You can't use that soil for growing anything. Blood meal? No, not... Well, when you have animals that are fed the way that we feed our animals, you can't really use their manure that much for crop growth. No, but that was the blood. It's not just blood. It's urine, it's feces, it's all kinds yeah, of other stuff. everything. The everything methane, goes into the cesspool, dude. Everything like, is just... No, but I'm wondering... The, it's the, toxic. Where it, when it lands, when it's misted... When it's misted, I'm kind of curious. I'm not sure. Well, let me pull up, let me pull up the, the documentary and I'll show you. I mean, the environmental impact of, of just manure from animals is unbelievable. Like, it's yeah, huge. Yeah. It's terrible for the environment. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that is bad. Cows fart a lot. But it's like, how much do dinosaurs fart, I wonder? There weren't enough of them. Right? That's what I think. That's what ultimately <laughs> the, well, comes down and, to. And the that. other thing is, like, up to a certain point, the atmosphere was a totally different yeah. kind of atmosphere, too. And we our ozone layer is fairly depleted since then. Actually, so. yeah, they were so big because it was so oxygen-rich, huh? Yeah, so they, yeah. Could, they could waste that. They started it all. So <laughs> dinosaurs started diluting our fucking oxygen. I, so I found, a, a like, a four-minute clip of, the, of this documentary. What's it called? It's a uh, it's spy drones that exposes uh, Smithfield. Right, I, I saw that. Oh, I seen that. Yeah, you saw that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's, that's the one I'm car. talking about. I didn't see the sprinkler thing. Yeah, it, it's on here. You wanna you wanna take that's a look scary. at it? That's scary. It's disturbing. Um, no, you know another one we just saw that really was fucking disturbing. Food chains? Have you seen food chains? Oh yeah, food chains. Oh is, fuck! Yeah, that's holy shit. It's unbelievable that 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 like 2009, 2011, this was still happening. I don't know if you guys we have are slaves aware of this. in America, y'all. Yeah. Oh, modern Fucking slaves. We have a lot slaves. of slaves yeah, and, uh, in America. Chained up, chained in fucking cha- in Florida too. Come on, yeah, Florida. Up, up to 2011, uh, 2012, they had migrant workers chained to uh, trucks. They would just let them out uh, to use the facilities and to eat. And then they would have to go back in this truck and get tied up. Chain them up. Yeah. 
uh, till the next Shame day where they have to go up. to work. America fucking is still one of the largest yeah, like modern yeah, day slavery workers, suppliers. Yeah. Like we are, we import more slaves than just about any other product Fuck in yeah. this country. Dude, it's unbelievable. It's ter- and dude, you know why? Who started all this shit? What blows my mind? Everybody hates them. Walmart. Yeah, definitely. Walmart. Walmart got into the grocery business in the eighties, which forced all the smaller supermarkets to consolidate. And now there's only three major supermarket chains in the country, and they fuck everybody over. Actually, you know what? I want to also, now that we're on this subject, I want to apologize. I, I, being from Salinas, I just talked about uh, ag money and how we need to diversify our economy. I, I tend to, to go after the, the big, powerful ag people around here, and that documentary really changed my perspective. Um, a, a, lot, you, a lot of the time the farmers around here try to say dude we're just getting by we're just getting by and it's like nah dude you live in Las Palmas you drive a BMW it doesn't seem like you're just getting by but after watching this these fuckers are just getting by they're they're, they're, they're <laughs> they getting really screwed up. it's the dude Safeway was it Safeway or Kroger one, one of the two big supermarket chains had more revenue than fucking Apple yep. Apple and, was, and uh, they sell apples and it was that, that big one, uh, Publix, the one they were trying to convince Publ- yeah, in, Publix, uh, Florida. Publix, Kroger, and Safeway. And I, mean, and I mean, here in Salinas, you don't see it as much. I mean, uh, you have the UFW kind of... These fuckers step- got it good over yeah, here after seeing that documentary. But I mean, I still know people that live like, in tents next to fields. You know? Well, I mean, you think about it. Like, who gets punished when these slaves, these modern-day slaves, are caught by the police? It's not the growers... It's not the corporations. It's the individual slaves that get punished for this. Yeah. They get put in prison. Their children die. They get sent back to their home countries and persecuted there, wherever they're from. They come back here because it's the only other option for them. And the yeah. same thing happens over again. It's, it's a cycle. And we don't do anything to stop it because, God forbid, we you know, help another country's people out. You know, our country is so against the assistance of migrant workers. And it's like, this is the reason why we're making shit wages, too. Like, we make shit wages because we're not taking care of other people who are giving us their labor for yeah. free, who are slaves to our economy. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Very, very well put. Yeah. And, and we, we need to get rid of that plaque at the fucking Statue of Liberty that says, give me your poor, you're tired. We gotta be like, <laughs> get rid of that shit, bro. But, but I mean, give me your poor, you're tired, and you're hungry, as long as they're really white. Then it's cool. And already speak English. Yeah. <laughs> white people will turn on other white people that don't speak English. That's true. Very quick. Very true. It's like, true. what are you doing? That's the one thing I don't get, and I don't want to get into the bilingual thing right now. <laughs> but what the fuck is up with the Americans? Like, you must only know English. You, you, you are it's dumb. It's because you're too lazy to learn another language, so exactly. you don't want to deal with it. Like, Most the intellectual yeah. stress of, God forbid, you know how to say, hola, como estas? Like... Dude, it's not hard. <laughs> every once in a while, I'll get stuck and I can't say something, but I can say it in Spanish, you know? Yeah. So I can keep it glowing. It's like, dude, I have this whole other set of words to communicate to, with you with. We're one of the what very few that? countries that doesn't pressure our citizens to learn a second language. Weird. Like, how weird is that, right? So We're, weird. We, we interact with the entire global economy and we don't learn any other languages? What is wrong with us? It doesn't make sense like, at all. We should at least learn Canadian. Yeah, had to drop that in. French Canadian or no, no, (laughs) California public school, bro. I think they, I think they speak a different language. No, that was I heard that joke one time on uh, Jay Leno. Dude was like, oh yeah, I I had to go. I think, I think it was actually Conan that did it. 
Like, oh, we're going to Canada. So I spent a whole month learning Canadian, show up just to learn that they speak English. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Wow, bro. You get one of those. You, get, you only get one. Shitty joke. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, I want to say with this farm worker thing real quick. Uh, last thing um, before we talk to this pop electronic pop band about farm <laughs> labor and cow practices. Um, the, have you heard of the TNA farm worker idea that they want to do in Spreckles? Oh, the uh, the farm the housing for yeah, the farm laborers. And, and yeah, and what do you guys think about that? I think it's I think it's great. I think anytime you take someone off the street is a good thing. Um, well, but I mean, they're this what they're doing is is specifically H two visas, H two N two, H two N visas, yeah, where so. they they the the stipulation there is that as an employer you have to pick up your worker in their home country, bring them here, and uh, provide them housing, and then when the season is done, you have to drive them back. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's not permanent housing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's male only. Yeah. Or, yeah, single male only. No, I don't, I don't um, believe it is male only. I don't think it's gender specific. It's just uh, yeah, no I think, children. I think I might, yeah, I think I might have gotten a little hardcore. I see a lot of girls picking berries. I mean, but it is. It's It's the Bracero program all over again from back it's in the day. It's a version of yeah. it, yeah. So um, but I would like to know Matthew's opinion on this because yeah. he's, he's been covering this story. Hey, what? Or, He's even know, holding the mic like he. Yo, now at six. <laughs> but yeah, what, what do you say? I don't know if I'm necessarily. I get a certain side of the story yeah. covering the news, which is the side that the companies want to present to us. And you know, it'd be nice to dig di- deeper. But when you have the you know the time in your day and you have to fill a slot, you can't get too much deeper than surface necessarily yeah. so I don't necessarily know some of the other perspectives so I'm I mean I'm kind of curious to know like you're clearly very educated in this whole realm like what do you think of the living the space if you know about you know four people to a room two rooms yeah. per unit like do you think that that's a a decent way to house people or do you think it's it's uh, cramped and and unsustainable it's, in a healthy mental sense. Yeah, yeah. That that's the that's the difficult one. Um, and it is definitely cramped. But no, you know, I've been to houses on the east side that have at least twenty six people in them. Gar- the gar- the garage is divided into three three rooms. Right. And and again, a lot of these a lot of the workers are indigenous Mexicans. And right. we're tall. Me and Pozole are tall for Mexicans. Uh, compared you know? to yeah, compared to them, that we are. They, they slept are on uh, what? What's bigger, twin or full? Twin. Twin is full. Is bigger? No, full no. is bigger. Full. Okay, they yeah. slept on on uh, full mattresses, um, perpendicular to the to the long way, you know, the, mm-hmm. uh, across the short way. Five guys to a full, a full mattress. So what you're saying is that it, in this instance, it would actually be better than the way yeah. that they're currently. Yeah, because it's it, these, it, you these know workers. you don't want that many people in a in a short in space like that. But ultimately, it will be designed for that. These houses that are designed as single family homes are not capable of of handling this. I mean, I I've, I've seen them build trenches to to put natural gas. <laughs> 30 feet away from the house in this little hut that they built and they put water heaters and everything. Again, very impressive. They're fucking industrious. Holy shit. And I'm looking, I'm like, how are you doing this? Um, 
But but yeah, but oh, and that's dangerous as hell. You know, if there's a leak, they're not gonna call PG&E and say, "Hey, bro, it kind of smells over there." They're just gonna be like, "Let's just cook and hopefully nothing happens." You know, and but when these are designed for this kind of very dense kind of living, I think it alleviates a little bit of that. Again, if that if sense. they stay within the limits, you know, if all of a sudden they start trying to cram twelve people in a in a four person apartment, and of course they will. That, yeah, that that's what it's looking like because people aren't doing harvesting. Well, I mean, legally they won't do that, but that doesn't mean it won't happen. Yeah, the yeah. farm industry, ag industry, isn't really known for doing things legally. No. Uh, in terms of employee labor. Yeah, they were gone. All they care about is making money, and that's it. As long as the work gets done, that's what they care about. I mean, and that's why people aren't really going into the ag uh, industry right now. They need people. That's why they're doing this. And, uh, I mean, if they get people from Mexico or wherever they're getting them from, and they bring them to the United States, I think those people are going to be happy to be here. It doesn't matter the conditions they're, they're Yeah, yeah to them, yeah. that's going to be the most luxurious of living, even yeah. if they are living with Yeah, they're going to be able to send money back to their families, and that's what they're going to care about. So they're, they're going to have to put up whatever living conditions they, they're put in. Dude, it bugs me that they have to bring their own chairs to the fields. I hate yeah. when they're on their lunch and they're either sitting on the, on the rows, yeah. or they, have to bring, they obviously have to bring their own chairs. Fucking chairs are like $4 a piece. I mean, it goes. You can't get a canopy and some chairs. It goes back to the money thing. So hey, if you if you could save two dollars and buying a chair, why would you spend that? Well, no, you know? and, and no, and actually, this goes back to to the food chain thing. Is now that I know, the farmer isn't trying to scrimp on that just so again, just so he can add a pool to his house. Maybe some of them are, but usually they're doing that because the supermarket is telling them, "Hey, if you don't sell me your lettuce for this much per box or whatever, I'm getting it from Mexico." Pretty and much. Because uh, in that food chain thing, there was there was a, a guy, a tomato farmer. He had sixty people in his factory, and while they were filming it, like during this whole thing, he was like, "Dude, Mexico is outbidding me. As Mexico is, wants this price, and Publix is, you know, saying they want this price. So he's saying, if if we can't meet in the middle, I'm gonna have to shut this place down. Sure enough, like ten minutes later in the documentary, they couldn't find a deal. It was cheaper for him to pay everybody off for the season. And dump his crop. He just put it in giant piles. But I mean, I think it's important to note that that took 10 minutes later in the documentary, and in real life, it was at least 22 minutes, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. No, and yeah, so it's like that's when I was like, dude. In in my eyes, that guy was pretty well dressed. He spoke perfect English. He was a white guy. You know, he had a very nice truck. He's one of those guys that I, I see driving around Salinas, and I'm like, ugh. You're the reason why everybody's poor. He's like, fuck no. These guys are, yeah, they're, they're, uh, their lifestyle is, is a little bit better than ours. You know, the, yeah, they do have their own house in, in a half an acre. But that doesn't mean they're not worrying about paying bills or, or about maintaining that lifestyle, you know? Well, this is one of the reasons why we have to reform our relationship with Mexico because there are so many of our jobs here, so many of our jobs that have, have been pushed into Mexico or overseas. But, I mean, think about how much, like, manual labor that we used to do here that we now do in Mexico. Coca-Cola bottling plants and that sort of thing. Like, they used to be really good jobs for people, union jobs, where they'd make really good wages and be able to support their families. We can't do that anymore. And it's because we'd rather persecute Mexicans and fight drug wars with them than support an economy that is be- mutually beneficial for both of us. And we don't make those drugs. We just bring them in, dude. Yeah. yeah. Come on. <laughs> Middlemen? You're going to go after the middlemen? Yo, South America's down there. They're not getting no flack from us. Go after them, Trump. 
but but I mean, uh, Trump makes all his ties in Mexico. He's he's down with the system. He likes it. It works for him. He's over he there making get, deals. He can get his product for nothing. It's like he just doesn't want them here. Is the thing. Keep your dirty labor he, in someone else's country. He does not mind at all. He no, just is trying to just stay relevant. political He is so great at staying relevant. He likes to be in that spotlight. He, he dude, I'm telling you, he's gonna fucking who's the green? He's gonna Ross Perot the fucking Republicans. He's gonna fuck him up. I can see. He's, it. he's gonna alienate himself so much that they're gonna say, dude. You're not running as a Republican, and he's got so much money that he's going to run in, in, as an independent. He already said he would. And he's going to divide them. The yeah. hardcore conservatives are going to vote for him, and then the kind of more more moderates are going to vote. Ru- I don't know, Rubio? Fuck, <laughs> dude. I don't know. That's fucking Rubio. moderates of those fuckers. Hardcore conservatives are going to go for it. I mean, it depends on what you define. I mean, like, in a more traditional sense of conservatism, Trump okay, is kind of an I guess, absurd uh, character. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Really yeah, thinking about it from a serious being hardcore conceptual is, standpoint. I guess I'm more after the the 70 year old lady it's that's holding on to her the shotgun. People that thinking just about aren't like tea party, attention. yeah, hardcore, yeah, yeah, well, okay, yeah, that, yeah, that crew, that, that crew, that crew yeah. right there, yeah. The, I I, the I pe- understand what you're going the tea at. Tea partiers are right. fucking smart, dude. That's they're paying the attention. Between but you, youth, it's a weird, narrow. Dude, that's where I I got mad at our generation because when those old fucks got mad, they created the tea party, and they're still Michelle Bachman's like a thing. She's a thing. Michelle Bachman is a thing. I hate Bachman that we even know thing. who that is. Like it's, that's she upsetting. loves it. And because they're smart, they knew you have to go to the ballot box. What did young people do when we got mad? Occupy everything. Yep. And we didn't get anybody in office, and we didn't get shit done, dude. We didn't even get a fucking counselor that was part of the Occupy shit. Um, we fucked up. Well, we dropped the ball on that one in America. But that it's, was a big issue with like leadership and stuff too, though. Yeah. It's like this is what happens when you tell everyone that they're in charge. Like you got to give <laughs> well, someone. Well, yeah, I mean that was the the <laughs> basic kind of idea. The, the Occupy yeah. movement was the, it was the amplified sort of like speech and social Times media Square anarchy. It was like everyone so repeats stupid. and everyone's voice is equal, and it's Both like extreme. that's yeah. a great you know. Theory the idea is cool, but in terms of like getting stuff done, it right. did not function properly. Yeah, and there was a lot of division in the Occupy movement too, like like stance division because no one was in charge. It was there were like four Occupy groups, and they were all for different things and trying to get different things done. It's like and everybody, well, of course, and, I get a and, and I mean, everybody <laughs> did Occupy whatever they were they trying to occupy in that for space, a minute, but right? none of them agreed on what to do about yeah, it. It's like, like after well, we're here, but now what? We met a guy like that when we used to do shows at the Copa. Yeah. Part of the Occupy Monterey. He'd be like, I'm just here because I don't know what else to do. <laughs> I quit yeah, my dude. job and I and I live on a lawn at the yep. City Hall in Monterey. Now what? They said they wouldn't kick us out, so we're just hanging out. They're not dude, living what? on the lawn anymore. Now, I don't know whether they were kicked off or not. I would... They probably I, just I they were at, like, it got to be winter and they were like shit it's raining and stuff. I think no, they were at window at the bay. They were at window at the bay actually. They were at window on the bay. So uh, they had a pretty nice spot. <laughs> they had a pretty nice I'm, spot. I'm occupying window on the bay. Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's is right there. <laughs> we get the chickens for freedom. Now that we have Matthew on the mic, we should talk about the video a little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's good. I, mean, that. I, was, yeah. I was thinking later tonight we could maybe occupy uh, the bull and the bear. Damn. <laughs> Since we're occupying places. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not promoting that. I'm just saying... So we're occupying and we're not paying anything, and we just we gotta say, hey, 
Legally, we're here occupying, so you have to serve us, and we're not paying. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it works now. We're uh, occupying stuff now. Yeah, we are occupying the XL. What's that dude that parks his RV and gets the tickets all the time, and he always just like, social justice, and he's like yelling something at the cops? What's his name? Uh, I, I don't know what he yells. You can't yell. Here in Salinas? No, no. no he does like YouTube, vague, he's in Texas or something. And he has like oh, this RV, and it's not registered, and he just parks it on the street. And then the cops give him tickets, and he civil just like records. Yeah, he records them, and he's like, civil disobedience, civil disobedience. And the cops are like, dude, I'm just going to tow your guy. shit. They, the guys that really want to piss off the cops, but they don't yeah, rebel without a cause. He just has his RV on the street, and it's not registered, and the cops are like, I'm going to tow it. He's like, Hold on, wait a minute. Yeah. Backtracks. Like, like you can't yell stuff at people and it make it valid. That's not how life works. That's dude. not how any of this works. You're fighting the battles the wrong way. Dude. But yeah, I want to get into. It. Let's get into the video. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about this video. Is it out? Is it out? Can we watch it? It's now? not out yet. We can certainly pull it up if you want. We, we can watch peek. it right now, and you guys could get a sneak peek, peek. and they could hear it. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. You're connected, be, right? Yeah, I think That'd I'm be connected. awesome. Yeah, let's do that. Right. Doing that. And it's a, this is a song off break? It's yes, called, this is a song off break. It's called Stardust. Oh, good song. Good song. I like the... The blood runs down my face. This is just audio. Oh, what happened? Wait, sorry, what happened? It doesn't blood runs down my face. Periscope that try to wipe it from my eyes. You're lefty? Weirdo. Say that I'm not lefty. She was holding the gun with her left hand. Oh, yeah, she is. We're only stardust anyway. And the heart. This is the first time I've watched Upside Down. Australians. That's how the Australians watch.
see is you guys vandalizing stuff, huh? <laughs> <laughs> We're just uh, vandals. I hope you enjoy so the lead. The the reverse section in there is sick. not in nice the actual evening. track. Obviously, we we reversed it so that it would go along with the reverse piece in that video. But I, dude, I like, um, and this is cool because I get to ask people now. Why does it go from light to dark? I really like that. It's like it's like really bright and then really. Really foggy, drew, like dreary, and it switches constantly. That's a Matthew question. Well, I mean, it's the progression of time, right? If you're actually looking at it sequentially, uh, we're, we're cutting oh, back and forth between different darker. things happening. Oh, but we're jumping back and forth in time too. Okay, yeah. It's Notice day that. when when the story begins, and it's it's night by the time it's it's over. Oh yeah. Okay, I was liking that. Dude, that is very green. The, the dunes are getting a lot of good water over there. <laughs> Where'd you find it? It was so fucking when, green. When happening? we shot it, it was quite green. <laughs> yeah. I was that like, was, holy um, shit. That was, in, that was in the winter, right? It was like in January or December when we... When it we was like... Yeah, it was like February, I think. We were gearing up for the CD release oh. or something. Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. <laughs> it is right. That was, that was really green. That was... I like it. Again, that... That when it how it got to darkness. Have you ever seen? Um, cause I, I don't know who sings. Take me to church. In the video. Hosier? Yeah, you seen yeah. the video to that? Yeah. That rem- the darkness of that video reminded me of the darkness of, of the Take Me to Church. Oh, that's a big um, compliment. Yeah, yeah, dude. Because I really like that song, but I was like, I don't understand what the fuck it's telling me. It's telling me something, and it's not about a girl. And I was like, oh, it's about people persecuting gay guys. Like, what the fuck? Um. Yeah, it's it's fucked up. Yeah, it's about a couple, and then they get caught. They because the dude's Irish, you know, so they're crazy Catholics. And and if you watch the video, it's a gay couple, and they're all in love, and then they get caught, and then like this big old mob goes over to to the dude's house and like fucking drags them I, out, and they. I think to- the video takes place in Russia. It's it's really? yeah, but it's the same concept. The concept yeah. is still the same. That's Russia. Yeah. Damn. That's way nicer than I expected Russia to be. And it was in black and white. They they passed a they passed a I don't know if you heard about this last year. They passed a law in Russia that makes it legal to essentially beat a gay person to death if you feel like they're coming on to you or something like that. So it's just like open open season on gay people. You can basically beat the shit out of anyone called. who's gay. Got to have a clever ass Russian name. Some Putin like bullshit. the manliness protection. What happens if, if women could just do that to guys that hit on them? Wouldn't that be like? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I would start carrying weapons with me. I we guess I can't wait for the next guy to hit on me. <laughs> That's so weird. I'd be like, yo. It'd be like a daily thing for me. I'm talking, cause when the homeless guy hit about hit on me in Santa Cruz, I was like, fucking compliment, bro. I'll take it. Straight up, male or female. I'm down. I'm attracted to somebody. And then he tried to drag me. Bro, get your hands off me. <laughs> he grabbed Russia. me by the head. Yeah. He grabbed me by the head and you're coming with me. Like, no. no but I'm I'll not. just take the compliment, sir. And I am walking to get my 99 cent vodka at the liquor store. If we were in Russia, you could have beaten him to death. I wouldn't. I enjoy your sexuality, sir. <laughs> <laughs> just Someone's don't drag got to. me in. Yeah. No, that was cool. Yeah, I was. Uh, he, he first gave compliment to the girls I was with. And I was like, dude, I'm here too, bro. What about like, me? You're, you're not bad yourself. And I was like, yeah. It's the girl. But I got way too excited. He <laughs> knew that I got too excited. And we, we saw each other at the liquor store again. 
And he's like, you're coming with me. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> I need an adult. I need an adult. I've made a horrible mistake. Yeah. I wasn't that excited. Then I felt like a girl for real. And then I was like, that's not cool. That law should have been enforced for women in Russia. <laughs> but I, okay, that was, a, that was a great video. Very violent. Did not expect that. More dead people than I expected. <laughs> Not a high body count. Yeah, by I mean, any measurement. It's only seventy-five percent of people died in that yeah. video. Well, hundred percent of the people that are born Wait, die. No. So you know, it's, it's good. good. No, no, only there's only one percent. Only thirty-three percent of the thirty-three or six. Thirty-three percent of bodies on screen, and then hit the floor. In theory, there it could be argue, argued that there's 66 percent or two thirds. You're right. You're dead. right. I'm sorry. But we will never know. Like, I enjoyed you, it. Doesn't show it. You know. I really enjoyed it. What did you did you think of the, or interpret the story as? If is it just very evident, or or do you? No, have that a, that's one of those songs. I just I enjoy the fucking beat too much. <laughs> right. It's too like dancey. I, that's one of the songs on the, on the album that I, I just, I, can, I don't even know. What about the video? Yeah, the video. Like, What's wh- the story? Do you, have, did visually. You get the, we're trying to figure it out ourselves. We don't oh, know. Okay, we don't. Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay that, that's good. Because I just enjoy the beat. That's the one that, I, I, as soon as it clicked in my head, I was like, oh, I know, I know, the, I know the music to this one. Um, but, well, I don't know who the, the chick came in shooting people with. Who, 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 I don't know what, what she is. Yeah, what do you think she will? What, but that's, that's what I'm asking. Oh, okay. What's your interpretation of what you just saw happen? Lily fodder. You're uh, our one-man focus group. Or yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so that, uh, that's not a real person. That's a perf- personification of the, you know, when, when you're with somebody, shit gets in between you, what, whatever it might be. This one happened to be, a, it, it took a shape of a, a woman. I don't know why she was violent. That was fucked up. Um, but obviously, Lily was very offended by that. And because um, you were a couple in that video, yeah, you made out. You, yeah. you made out with a deer Just once or twice. Um, what can I say? Antlers, um, man. They're too low. They're like they're too. That's the. Um, that's it's a very flamboyant deer. <laughs> The fact that they're so low, it's just like, uh, I'm a deer, deal with me. I feel like the, the takeaway <laughs> message of the video is that, that women want antlers. Everyone's Chick- after the you antlers. You gotta have a good rack, is really. Uh-huh. There you go. Bone yeah. have a good I rack. I never. So, really, the, the, the video is about. Subtle message yeah. of. Fuck no. Ah, that chick is a problem like alcoholism or something that Erica is dealing with. Because she, mm. she was eating him at one point, right? She was eating, she was chewing on the antlers. Right? Nah, nah, nah. So yeah. it's, not, it's not like like another girl just getting in between you. It's a, a personal problem of his getting in between <gasps> you. know? Because, again, it was eating you up, literally. It it's was, something that killed him, it, it too. It was literally yeah. eating you. And Lily said, fuck that. You're my man. I'm going to fight you. We're going to get over this shit. I'm pulling you out of Chinatown. You're getting off that heroin. And, but, yeah, it was like an addiction. Some, something with Erica's character. Um was getting in between that whatever that couple was. Okay, and, and Lily realized that, and she knew that he was helpless against it. When he got shot, and you know, she said, I'm going to drag you out of this fucking shit. When you woke up, you fucking started chasing her into to the fire. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's what it is. That's people what don't it know. Is. This is fantastic. It's the best interpretation people I've ever heard. Anything we haven't heard many. We haven't heard many. Well, yeah, the yeah, video. That's, oh, that's fucked up, dude. People are listening to the people. Oh, people sorry. are like, what? Now people, I want to see right, the video. So, so, not know so what the fuck once the video about. launches, you'll have to put a link yeah. to it on your on your uh, podcast. Yeah, so oh, we definitely see. will. Yeah, it's very green barracks out in uh, in Marina out there. And there's a deer. There's, that's why there's deer crossing. Maybe you're a car. <laughs> that lady that holds a car. <laughs> you're always a car and you're a deer. <laughs> no, it's the drug thing. You're addicted to something. And, and you I can't, and you're, you're, yeah, you're helpless against it. So she has, to, she has to drag you out of that shit. Um, and the, that's my story. And I'm sticking to no, it. I love that's it. That's a, a great interpretation. It's beautiful. It's, uh, I think it's, it speaks to the success of it coming together that it is open to that interpretation because it's not exactly what we were intending. There is no exact, you know, it, the fact that it is leaves it open to possibly more interpretations. There's no right or wrong answer. Well, I mean, it's, we intended it to be far, far deeper and sophisticated than that. <laughs> most people, you know, <laughs> Selena's probably wouldn't get that, you know. We're too, just shallow, we're too shallow here. We're too shallow here. It, it's kind of next level. It's just like, well... I was I checking out that girl. I was checking out, out that girl's butt when she was standing by the fire. Right, right. right. That's my favorite scene personally. Trishy's butt is really the best. I had I we we Matthew and I both edited that a lot, you know, and we were like, okay, and that dirt was applied motion. by hand. We that dirt was <laughs> applied by hand. Like, no, no, you don't get the same effect. A lot. Yeah, well, it was a lot of slow motion on the, you know, on the butt. I saw that, and I'm like, yeah, dude, a dude recorded this. Good camera angle. I was waiting for the, the reciprocating Lily Lemon butt angle from the other side. And I was yeah. like, now this is just a hip-hop video. <laughs> Somebody's going to bust out 40s yeah. in, in a couple of minutes. Yeah. Straight out of there Compton. There were guns. That, that there was were the butts. way that the outtake uh, pre-edit ended. Yeah, actually. Butts. butts. Shaking, butts. yes. Shake, awesome. Butt shaking, boob shaking. Twerking? Twerking got a little bit of twerking. Yeah. We all kind of learned how to twerk very recently, so we're nice. kind of excited about that. I like that twerking I was know. was like made fun of until white people started doing it, and then it became twerking, and there was fucking <laughs> classes about it. It was, it, a, it was a joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was like yeah. look at the I funny black it's people. Still funny. Like, I, but now I you could go to you could go to like a Pilates place and, and do a twerking yeah, class. Yeah, but it's still a joke. There's classes. I mean, there's twerking classes, dude. I mean, white people are magical. It's because that lower back workout is serious. I got I thought we all just wanted to be like Miley. Oh. She started it all. She's like the queen white person right now. Ooh. Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah. She's mm. ruling it all. She yeah. got tattoos and Justin Bieber got tattoos. Watch Those out, Miley like Cyrus. The, Lily Lemon is coming for <laughs> you. I think Taylor Swift already has the market on white girls doing things. Like, Taylor Swift in has general. It, hasn't twerked. Taylor she Swift. Hasn't she hasn't twerked. She She's can. like beyond twerking. She no, she twerked in her, didn't she twerk in her video? Yeah. For she she did. Shake yeah. it off. Nicki Minaj shoulder was she like, not, that's not for skinny bitches or some shit. Uh-huh. In, in shake yeah. it But the point yeah, was that I'm it was a joke pump. and that she didn't fit in. That's so what it was. It was yeah. like next level, right? Right. It's like, clearly I can't twerk. Isn't it funny that I'm white and I can't do this? Taylor Swift kills puppies because she's way too cool of a person. You have to have a basement full of puppies. She has to have a fucked up side, man. Yeah. She's way Everybody too cool. Does. She's Everybody so does. cool, dude. She just seems like a cool. Well, ass you, you hear it in every album. She basically like is horrible to men, isn't that? Her, I would like, hate to go thing? out with Taylor Swift. Uh, in in her songs, like 
Isn't no. that well? It is. I think she just gives like herself to everybody, and it doesn't work out the way she wants it. Right. And she gets upset, and that's I'm what she likes. I'm mostly yeah, joking. That's what I'm saying. It's her perception. Yeah. No, Lily hates. Dude. I'm mostly kidding. I love Dude, Taylor. Swift. I hate it when women go against other women, Lily. It's fucked up. You guys I already. You guys adore Taylor Swift. She's like my hero. Ask cold. Eric. Did you see that shit in Wall Street Journal or uh, Washington Post? That, that air conditioning bullshit. Air conditioning is sexist. Shut what? the fuck up. Yeah. Because women, because men, we we in the office, we dress like like me here, you oh. know, long sleeve and all that. Uh, and women dress in more in skirts and, 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 and more loose Well, and our and body temperature just in general is, is lower. Yeah. Then, our, fucking our writer didn't talk about that. No, no. Ryder didn't bring that shit up. The writer was like, nope, this is the man's world. The men control the fucking AC. That's why we're all freezing. And she swore that she like interviewed all these people in the office, like out, like buying hot dogs and shit. And they were like, oh, I'm freezing my ass off. And all the men are so comfortable. This is fucking ridiculous. Dude, that's true in my office, Last though. Last night I, I, I walked in. I get so freaking cold. But I don't think people do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I wear, I wear too, a coat. But <laughs> I don't think people do it on purpose, though. Yo, but. I don't think no, it's I don't think it's a, you if know, I wore, conscious. If I wore shorts to work, that wouldn't be considered professional. A girl could wear a, yeah, a yeah, professional yeah, skirt. I, I had mm. a job, and in the, in the um, dress code, it said men can't wear shorts. But it didn't say they can't wear skirts. So I mean, yeah. See that, and I've seen people do that. Dudes wear start wearing but, kilts. But what would you? What would they do when you show up in a skirt? Yeah, I did mean, you pick up the test? Or are they gonna say that's part? That that's a short. I mean, you can't you can't do that. I was I like, well, she that has happens. to button those buttons. <laughs> I guess. And then I'm at HR like, fuck, dude. I get it. I should keep my <laughs> mouth shut. But damn it, there's double standards in both ways. I got in trouble recently for wearing shorts to work. But they really were like, lemon shorts? No, no, they were like come on, or like Catholic three inch, inch, three inch shorts. They were like mid thigh or slightly longer, and they had anchors on them. They weren't like you jean shorts or anything. You should anything. have alerted me. We could have made you national news. I got in trouble. I mean, because that was just like national news, but like a few weeks ago, when that girl, the seventeen-year-old yeah. or, or whatever, she was wearing her short shorts. No, it wasn't. That she worked at J.C. Penney oh. and she worked, worked at J.C. Yeah. She bought them in the J.C. Penney like yeah. professional or like something <gasps> official no business way. section, yeah. Yeah. professional yeah. casual That's or something hilarious. section. Yeah. They sent her home and she quit on the spot. That's so d- yeah. Okay, they didn't go down to her knees, but they weren't booty shorts or anything. Not even yeah. close. Right. I've seen guys wearing shorter shorts. Well, there's no one can wear UPS shorts on my campus. Shorts. Like on base, not men. Can, men can't wear shorts either. So if I saw military dudes in shorts, I'd be like, dude, the Chinese are waiting dogs. Well, what no I've shorts. done to rebel is I, I'll wear a skirt and I'll wear shorts underneath them like I'm doing right now. So like you can see the shorts, That's but outrageous. there's a skirt on top of it. But like I get I get the guy that told me that I can't wear shorts. He he gives me like the evil eye now every single day that I come in with a skirt that has shorts on underneath. Because well, you this sit is there, like my you sit way there in front of, like, of him with your legs you know, open like, yeah, shorts. There's shorts there. There's shorts. <laughs> How do you feel about this, Dennis? <laughs> just ah, kidding. Dennis. Just kidding. He had to be a Dennis. I know. He's, that sounds like a jerk already. No, he's just jealous that he can't wear shorts or a skirt. I'm just, yeah, I'm just too fashionable for the office. You're super. No, <laughs> du- oh, your fashion sense. Is, you're wearing a bow tie right now. Yeah. Exactly. But Eric tied the bow tie, so let's give credit where credit's due. I can't tie my own I don't think I've tie. ever worn a bow tie. It's very difficult to tie them. Have you tried? I have not. Oh, my God. No. If you can do that, you're like 
fashionista extraordinaire. Wow. You can buy one with a clip in the back. Whoop. And Don't worry about no tie. I know how to tie a tie. They have to make ones with a <laughs> clip in the back that, like, the thing, the silk still goes around, uh-huh. so it throws the front. I accidentally yeah. bought Eric a clip-on tie for Christmas, and he was so upset he returned it. Yeah, I'd be upset. Well, it had instructions on it on how to tie. It had a little sheet that said how to tie this bow tie, and it was a clip-on. Tie. And I was like, what? what? It was the oh. weirdest thing. <laughs> Why would they do that to you? I know. Like, I'm ready. I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, you bring it out, it and it's like just like, okay, tied. well. I think that was what Macy's. Yeah, it was like a Macy's yeah. thing. I was really Shout upset because I meant to buy a legitimate like bow tie, not a clip-on. So disappointed. Was it a, at least like a nice bow tie? You know, it doesn't even matter because it was a clip-on. It was a cool so. like it was like a red or something like that. Some sort yeah, of it was a really nice. Actually, I was really bummed. It had polka dots on it. You know where you won't find clip-on ties or bow ties? Banana Republic. That's they don't true. fuck with that shit, dude. And everywhere they else. Don't fuck with that. I <laughs> hell no. I love that banana republic. That's my shit. Banana republic. That's I was dope. thinking that's Low, not Lower your prices. This is mine. Yeah. The banana republic. That's just the most expensive one out of like what banana republic gap, gap and, and then something else. And Old navy. Old navy. Yeah. They also have piper lime, but that's just more mm-hmm. shoes. Um, but yeah, old navy's dope when you have five bucks and you need a sweater and you know it'll work. But um, yeah, yeah banana republic is all about. Well, for shit. guys. It's- Traditionally, H and M and then Zara are the two stores. H and M's not meant for skinny for uh, for uh, Mexicans, dude. Uh, that yeah. that store is not designed for people with any kind of girth. That's true. Um, yeah. Period. It fucking sucks. I have one H and M shirt and I never wear it, and it's like an extra large, and it the arms are so short, and the weight in the fucking I'm like no no give me fucking slim fit. Non-iron from Banana Republic. I know how that feels. I know how it, it, it and it doesn't wear out. Goddamn fucking material is it's like handkerchief material at H and M. What is this? Okay, yeah, it's fifteen bucks, but I have to buy one every other month. Have you um have you checked out Make Your Own Jeans? Not to like plug a company or anything, but it's no. a, it's a really great online store where you can order like custom shirts and jeans and suits oh, and stuff. I ordered a tuxedo there, like I did, a girl. And and they they fit. You're you. a girl. Like they they no. they um they'll take all your you measure yourself like you measure your girth you measure your arm length and stuff and they'll custom make you a shirt and it's really affordable, and they're good material too, like really high quality stuff. You should check it out if you want something that's nice and fitted and you're like a a guy that's not an average body type but you're slightly bigger than like H and M but you want that style that's the place to go. Like yeah. make your own jeans. Dude, thank you. Okay, I gotta check that. Because yeah, that's one thing that I I feel almost like. A Clothes snob, you know. I'm not gonna wear that material, dude. I'm not gonna wear that fucking material. Fuck that. And um, or the fit again. I I, yeah. I found my fit, and it's just like, what? What does this translate to a Banana Republic? <laughs> your slim fit. What the fuck? This is not slim. It's all loose. Um, but yeah, make your own jeans. Yeah, said? make your own jeans. Shout out, you guys. Sorry. They're actually They'll like a Korean company. They're not. They're not based in America, but. Because it's Korea, they have really good labor laws and stuff, so I'm not super concerned about it. Well, one of the Koreas. Yeah, one <laughs> <You> of them. <laughs> the other Korea doesn't export things. Like, they, they don't even, have an economy. I don't think they have internet, so. I was watching the thing with the dude, uh, Kim Jong-un. The, the Kim one bef- Jong-un. But the one before, the one that's in right now. Kim Jong-il. He was in Sweden, and he was like, oh, let me, I want to order 125 Volvos for my crew. And they shipped them to North Korea, and they said, peace, and they never paid them. 
125 brand new ball bugs. What are you gonna do? I, I mean, what are you what are you gonna do to them? You're, Yo, you're gonna they go have to unicorns. They the got fuck? unicorns. They found a unicorn lair. 28 hole in ones. Come on, you can't compete with that unicorn lair. You know what was cool about the unicorn lair? You know how they knew it was a unicorn lair? How? There was a sign at the front door that said unicorn lair. That's fucking fucking convenient. <laughs> so convenient. But I don't understand this unicorn lair joke. I. Official state media. Uh, three years North ago, Korea. the official state media of North Korea came out and they said they found a unicorn lair. That they're, oh. they have, they're like, we a have layer. unicorns. Yeah, yeah. A layer of unicorns. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like underground? No, no, in a mountain. They have like oh. the sacred mountain in, in North Korea. And they said, hey, dude, we sent some fucking scientists up there and unicorns. Guess what? They're real and we're the only country that has them. And the way we know is because there was a sign that said unicorn lair. But thank you. Did they have any photos of these unicorns? No, that would require the internet to get them out. Press releases you just sent via snail mail. Great leader does not like his his, uh, personal unicorn flock to be disturbed with pictures. Flock, a flock of unicorns. (laughs) Wouldn't it be a herd or something? No, it'd be it'd be a murder. A murder, a murder a, of unicorns. Like, no, no, it's like yeah, a miracle. Gross. It's like a miracle. A miracle, a miracle? of unicorns. Doesn't it, doesn't it, it has a... That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. No, so, so, it, a miracle not, of unicorns. I mean, what else would it be? Logically, that's like makes them more sense than anything. Uh, a miracle of unicorns. I'm going to Google that. What do you call a group of unicorns? Google's going to be like, bitch, you know, they're not real. It should be called Stop. an ecstasy of unicorns. I, I know your age. Always I want to be with you. So, have we talked about the tour? Let's talk about the tour. Dude. Where are you guys going? There's a new van involved. Tell them about the Sprinter, We Eric. just got a, um, well, our last van broke down a lot <laughs> on the last tour, and you can uh, you can see some of those, um, the little videos from that, uh, I think on our YouTube. There's a little, like, tour diaries video. And, uh, yeah, it broke down a lot, and so uh, we decided uh, to get rid of it and get a new van that gets much better gas mileage, and it's a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, and it Mercedes. is um, nice. so far so good, and uh, we love, we're loving it. And um, <laughs> but uh, So we're going to be taking it on the road, and uh, we got a long tour ahead of us. Did you get an extra radiator? An extra radiator. <laughs> I saw that last one was, was, oh my was God. bitching out about the radiator. Literally well. exploded. Literally. Anyway, uh, there, there is a name for a group of unicorns. What is it? A blessing. A blessing. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. It's a blessing of unicorns. A blessing. A blessing. So our, the first day of our tour, I mean, we, we do our kickoff with the pre-release of the EP on the 11th of September. And then after that, we're going down south to Southern California. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of September, we'll be in, uh, in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And then Chattanooga, Chattanooga Tennessee, where we're going to attend a, a conference for booking college shows. And then after that, we're going to kind of go up north through Oklahoma, come back to California. We're going to be at the Northern California Women's Music Festival on October 24th, um, which is up in... Huh? Are men allowed? No. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No. It is open and free. It's just celebrating the art of women in music. Will they make fun of our penises? They might. It depends on what it looks like. I'm not going to show mean, it to them. Well, then why would we? It might be a great place because to... Because it's like, ah, how you have one, I know that. You know, <laughs> it might be a place, great place to pick up women, though. Yeah. You know, just, yeah, if you're a woman. Yeah, that's true, I guess. AKA so. a lot of lesbians at that show. Oh, yeah. 
I'm just it's calling a, it. It's a Manteca in Manteca, California. And I actually Man-teca. don't think it's like a super yeah. gay thing. <laughs> I, I didn't get the impression teca. that it was like... Although yeah, I guess I'm obviously maybe being a jerk. Yeah. I'm, being a, I'm being a complete jerk, but yeah. The jerk. Manteca? Uh, you going to do it there? It's, yeah. It's Sheetika for the day. Sheetika. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we're going to be all the way in Wisconsin by November. And then uh, in the middle of November, we'll be back on the West Coast, but way north in uh, Spokane, Washington, and we're going to come south for Thanksgiving. And then we're going to hopefully be on the road again shortly after that. So, yeah, we might be able... It would be cool if we could play a uh, homecoming show, like, Thanksgiving time. Yeah, that would be really fun. That'd be helpful. We'll see. We'll try and plan something out for November. Yeah. You can't find... If you don't have anything, we can always have this place. Yeah, we like it here. I'm pretty sure. uh, September 4th, the Letters Home will be here in... um, so just a quick little shout out there, their dirty, dirty soul rock tour. That's gonna be, dude, we like we know several people on tour. That makes us like that's kind of successful. You're kind of kind you're hooked <laughs> up. You're hooked up. Uh, yeah, we know people. So the, the we know EP, people that go to Chattanooga. Yeah. Eric's mom wants us to name the van Ether. Eric, I don't know if you heard that. Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, she wants us to name it Ether, and I kind of dig that name. I don't know how you feel. Well, I ask. That's okay. I'm just I. <laughs> I'm not gonna call it that. I don't. I don't. Call, I don't really name things. I don't know. Well, I she, she wants. I never it. felt a need to name the last band. And that's how I certainly you got personal with that's, it. You know. That's probably why it broke down because it realized exactly. it wasn't valuable enough to mm, us. It wasn't part of the group, dude. I mean, we named Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> you guys named Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> how old are you guys? Video guy. <laughs> I was wandering the streets lost before they found me. <laughs> I mean, as far as the van name goes, though, I'm a little ether ore on it. <laughs> uh, but, um, oh, oh, my God, that was Kujo great. Soundboard. No, but she wants ether, E-T-H-E-R. A-E-T-H-E-R. A-E-T-H-E-R. But his mom wants E-T-H-E-R, because you're going into the ether. You know, you're, going, you're going out there. But it's the, the same. the same word. Just one is like it's Just stupider. one has an A. Well, then, then fuck it. Then it's the Nas it's diss like track. It's like okay. It's supposed to do an a- I'll stay, e- I'm one, talking about the chemical letter. that you stick your soul in. E- ether is uh, a bombing fluid, right? Isn't it? Oh, well, they used to call um, they used to call a certain anesthetic ether. It, yeah. was, it, it, wasn't, a, it wasn't a fluid. It's a gas. Uh, and the ether is what puts you under when you're getting like surgery. Well, then how did Nas stick Jay Z's soul in ether? Well, I ether is a know. term for like the space in between everything that exists. So like, it's it's essentially like what we would think of as dark matter. They used to call it ether. They didn't know what was there, what was in between the molecules, Nas what is, is what takes up all the space. Too fucking smart. That is like deep. Nas, super, oh my super god. Deep. That's into one of the, the best void, dis- the diss tracks ever. And Straight up. I, to me, it was uh, No Vaseline and Ether were, were one, two, but I had No Vaseline ahead of no Ether. No Vaseline is pretty good. Uh, it was, it's unfair. It's unfair. It's rude. It's like, dude, Easy e doesn't, you know he doesn't have that talent. It's like when Muhammad Ali would talk shit to, to like George Foreman. It's like, dude, George Foreman's a nice guy. He's not going to say anything back. That's, that's just mean. <laughs> you know, so when I, I, dude, you're Ice Cube. You're, you're O'Shea Jackson, dog. A writer, dude. You're, yeah, he you're, used to write all you're, shit. you're the talent. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah all, all, all Easy E's best raps, probably written by Ice Cube. That, <laughs> that's how you, that's how you decide. But holy shit, that just blew my mind. I don't know. I think Ether nice, has, has to go over nice, you know, Vaseline. Conceptually, it's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Well, I, I thought he was just like 
putting his soul like ah, I put you in embalming fluid like I'm done with you you know That's you, I put you dude. away but holy shit I, did, I, I put you into the motherfucking nether regions of life <laughs> in the nothing holy shit back to the van <laughs> yeah, back to the van. <laughs> and, but please, yeah, you gotta name it. That's at at, at work. Those printers mm-hmm. that we spent—they're twenty thousand dollars printers each. I I had the girls give them people names. That's my little psychological experiment because they just numbered them. I was like, no, name them after people so you care about them. So if I go to your office, there's like a Jack, Jack the printer. I don't know what the hell they call them, but I I told them. <laughs> the, the they do that with robots in the military. Do they? They these when they send these, um, you know bomb squad robots that go out and detonate bombs and stuff, the soldiers name them, and they be, they get attached to these machines. It, it makes sense. I don't know, dude. Um, they I, do. I'm, there I'm are st- all these really cool stories about it. I'm starting to believe that, that she is a spy, dude. She knows all these little <laughs> secrets. <laughs> we name the machines. Lana! <laughs> this woman is slightly intelligent. She must be a spy. Like, a spy. Typical religious speak, man. <laughs> you want to talk about religion? I can go there, too. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm not into I love, I want, dude, I'm still I'm waiting for that person that, that says that Buddhists aren't violent. I die. I want to fucking, ah. Well, Buddhism has a lot of violence in it, but. Dude. But it's what? not, it's not, I mean, Buddhists themselves hey, are hey, nonviolent. Lay off of not, Buddhism. Listen, yeah. I am a Buddhist, and if you say we're not, I want if the, you say we're not nonviolent, I will kick you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're all about dude. And it's like it's funny because I want I, I know there's people out there that think that just do it because like oh Richard Gere's a fucking Buddhist, you know we should all do it. Look at our like Buddhists have uh, some pretty so severe land. punishments. Gerbils are good pets. Like Burma. Oh no no I don't I don't I mean I mean like, the religious texts themselves. I'm not talking about like, the people are great. I no, don't no, get me wrong. Buddhism is no in Burma they're systematically killing Muslims. Oh my God, of course. That that, that been there 800 years. Just because they want to purify it and make it a, a, a Buddhist-only country. Yeah, it's and, crazy. And I'm like, oh, damn it! Somebody's You're ruining this for up. everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I want to, I want to crush somebody's to soul in Buddhism. Well, I mean, if, if you look at this podcast is intense because it's like we have to pivot back and forth between like being humorous and sarcastic, and then, oh shit, this is really serious, right, real-world business yeah. that. That needs respect. Right, we were just talking about naming and bands, gra- and now we're like gravitas. <laughs> it's the ether talk, yeah. Put your soul in ether. Godson across the belly. <laughs> prove you lost already. Oh, Damn. Sh- Do you guys know who Nas is? No? Godson? Nasir no. Jones? I feel like I got to now. He's got a song. Nas? That- Nas is a rapper. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from, oh, you know from who New Nas York? is. Yeah, yeah. What would his big song be? Yeah, yeah. Illmatic I, and still mad. Illmatic, Illmatic is Eric the best isn't one, really super into hip hop though, so. Yeah. I, like, I only play hip hop. I don't listen to it. Nas is a, a New York hip hop, yeah. real hip hop. You know, none of that rap shit. That's always yeah. I gotta divide it. It's like there's hip hop, which is the culture, and then there's rap, which is guys saying big titty bitches, big titty bitches. You know, and, and talking about drugs. That's way fucking different than hip hop. That's rap. Very, very. Hip hop. I, I thought rap was the actual, like spoken word, like verb, like to rap something. Like yeah. Well, no, yeah. I, I well, I, I fucking. What documentary was I watching? It was um, it, w- it was Russell Simmons. I forgot what documentary he was watching, but yeah, that, that's what they had said. And, and they said it, in their eyes, in the '80s, it split. It split into the culture, and, and to the this form of music that that can just you know produce hits. You know, you, there's this formula, and that's rap. You know, we can make a 
pretty successful rap song, right? I mean, dude, you just that fucking, I'm in love with the Coco. That's a producer that put that shit together, that knew what the fuck he was doing. You know, and, and that's what rap became. And hip-hop is this whole underground subculture of, you know, it includes DJing and b-boying and, and all this other stuff, you know. And Beatboxing. So yeah. tell me your and opinion the, on Straight Outta Compton. I'm curious what you I, think. I, I want to see it. I don't have any opinion on it. I got upset at CNN going fucking crazy that there wasn't violence. I know. Like, what dude, was that all about? Yo, people, people have been killed yeah. in movie theaters watching Trainwreck and Batman. Yeah. Not by white people, <laughs> dude. <laughs> by white people, though. If, if, if I go to the fires movie, fires off guns in movie theaters. It's you know it's going to be some Yo. crazy white person. Yes. Yeah. If I'm if I'm going to the movies right and I'm by myself, I'm sitting in the back. And if a white guy comes in by himself, I'm tackling that motherfucker because he's got a gun on him. And he's just watch out for the long shit. coats. Oh. Yeah. No. Fuck. Just the, the single white guy. No. The, the fucking column by people. Oh. I mean, I. I've been known to go to a movie or two right. I, on my own. Be prepared to get tackled, <laughs> white man. Be prepared oh, to get no. tackled. As lonely well, people go to the movies guys. on Columbine was two guys. was two guys, so you got to tackle the pairs of guys No, but well. no, I say they ruined the trench coat thing. Yeah. So the trench coat's already off, you know, and it's like, and Neo kind of made him cool in the yeah. Matrix. He brought him back. Um, well, the big thing that, that really, like, struck home to me about Straight Outta Compton is that you can't even watch the movie in Compton because it doesn't have a movie theater because they're so impoverished. Like, Dude. how messed up is that? Like, there, there's a whole entire film about this location and you can't even see it there because they're, that's how poor the city is. Dude, that, that's a very, very valid point. And I always talk about services, again, about, uh, like, well, locally here in Salinas, the east side. You know, everybody complains and it's like, yo, how, many, how many banks are on the east side compared to check cashing places? Yeah. You know? Like that, those kind of services need to exist in a place, you know. If if people don't have access to, to this kind of uh, American economic way, then, dude, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it, and it's like people like Dr. Dre are cashing out on on a city that is that, you know, just violent and sad and, and impoverished city. And they're not making any money on this because they're not, you know, they don't have people who are working in movie theaters who are making an income on this movie. Like, they, they're cashing out on a film about a location that receives none of the funds. It's like, it's the whole thing. Dude, that's pretty true. Dark. I didn't even think about it. It's literally called Straight Out of Compton. Yeah. It's not like the LA story or something. No, it's this little neighborhood in Los Angeles. Like, they're li- that is very. Exp- exp- dude, I, 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 never, I never saw it that way. I saw the excitement in the people, and, and, and I was like, oh, how cool. But I never thought about that. Because who. Magic Johnson kind of made a push for that, didn't he? Yeah. Like, he's got those Magic Johnson theaters and, like, uh, er, well, this this Maya here is the same thing. That uh, Moctezuma Esparza, the dude from the Milagro Beanfield War in Salena. Yeah. Um, Wait, who? Who? Is, uh, I think his name is Moctezuma Esparza, and he owns... Um, is it? You know Phil Esparza? You know no. I'm just curious I, if they're related. No, no. He's not you, from Salinas. Oh, okay. he, he's one of he's an Esparza from LA. He's a, a film okay. producer. He he produced uh, Selena and the Milagro Beanfield War. If you're familiar with that, yeah, yeah, for um, sure. And My parents watched that like nonstop growing up. I've seen it. Selena or Milagro Beanfield War? Milagro. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. I, I thought I Selena surely. No, <laughs> I've seen it a couple times. They have a dude but, fighting yeah. for his like, little fucking bean branch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Dude, in the water. Movie. It's, uh, that's it's an an awesome awesome movie. movie. It is. Yeah. Again, it, it gets you thinking like, dude, who's getting really fucked over in this country? Um. But it, he, anyway, he was the producer of that, and he created uh, Maya Cinema's group, 
which he planned to put these kind of uh, movie theaters in in Latin neighborhoods. And Salinas was the first one, and he has one in Fresno and Bakersfield and somewhere in L.A., the Mexican neighborhood. I think it's called L.A. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's, again, a similar thing. A Magic Johnson kind of also did. Um, but, dude, I, again, this is it's really blowing my mind. I wonder where you fucking, where did the, the people of Compton, you know? Where did the people that grew up in the neighborhood that this takes place, where did they go watch the movie, I wonder? Uh, you and don't I bet have to go LA. far. I mean, you, you can drive in any direction down there if and, you have and a find car. Yeah. Or walk or take a bus. They're putting the, the light rails going through Compton now, finally. Yeah, that's go. gonna That's going to really spur. All you got to do is go outside and you got the movie, basically. Well, it's that's like true. a... <laughs> Straight out of Compton, I'm still here, dude. <laughs> it reminds yeah. me of, it reminds well, me of food street. deserts, right? A lot of a lot of people who are working in the fields now, they they don't bring home any of that produce. They don't get fresh, fresh produce in their houses, in their neighborhoods, like these Mexicans who are laboring away in the fields. Like, they don't get fresh produce at their, in their home cities. So yeah. it's sort of like they're creating this... this this culture and they kind of like raise these people to be the artists that they are and they have no access to to the kind of things that they're making themselves it's really just sort of a strange uh well i'm sure after this movie it'll be all get gentrified anyway and everybody will want to move to compton <laughs> no, I, the I, next cool I've thing. seen boys in the hood I'm, I'm, I'm pretty i'm pretty sure this Fucking is what, Asians. that's what uh what uh dr dre is clinging to Mm. This movie's gonna put Compton out there. People aren't gonna know what's going on. But he has enough money to to start the redevelopment. He himself. could do it himself, and, and he and has been from there. He knows how he could do it without displacing a yeah. lot of the old family. And again, that's why I'm saying he's clinging to that. He's clinging to the to the fact that he's saying, "Oh, we're making this movie, and yes, we are cashing out, but we're exposing the problem again." Because NWA, NWA, that's exactly what they did. They sang, according to them, about what was going on in the streets, even though most of them hadn't been to jail at the time that these songs were coming out. So well, that's, that's what, what they claimed. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people miss the point of yeah, that, they, too. They a lot of people completely miss the point. They think it's like this huge misogynistic like album, like anti-woman, anti-family, but they're drawing attention to the problem. They're not saying that they uh, support this it, like this yeah. abuse Dude. and this violence. And like, they said this shit to Kurt Loder in, like, 94. Yeah. Right after Fuck the Police came out. And Kurt Loder asked them, and he's like, dude, this we're talking about what we see. Yeah. We want everybody to see what we're seeing. So when we're saying, fuck the police, it's not, we're not telling everybody to hate the police. We're saying that it's so bad in our city that this is how the people are thinking. And that's wrong. And, you know, because that's uh, right after that, they came out with Express Yourself. You know, because yeah. they, um, they wanted something softer, you know, something they... People, they got too big. They got too famous and they were too gangster. So they needed to come out something that you could play on the radio. And they came out with Express Yourself. It's <laughs> a good song, though. It's a, a fucking jam. badass song. Well, I mean, again, you got Ice, Ice Cube motherfucking does Are We There Yet and shit and still makes yeah. money. The dude's talented. The dude could He's a good writer. He's, He's a good a fucking great, writer. Yeah. He wrote. His first movie ever that he wrote was Friday. Yeah, a lot of people. Friday. A lot of people don't and know that. Everybody knows he, that movie too. It's yeah. like really popular. Everybody quotes it, and it's like, dude, fucking fuck the police coming straight from the underground. Wrote that shit. Because I'm Brian. Yeah, I mean. And that other so police. Yeah, he they wrote most of those songs on Straight Outta Compton, the the album. He, yeah, like, he wrote he, most of their shit. He co-wrote. He co-wrote or actually wrote most of the stuff. And Anybody that wrote. doesn't know, uh, the name O'Shea Jackson <laughs> is a gangster by the name of Ice Cube. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
O'Shea Jackson, dude. What's Snoop Dogg's name? Calvin Brodus. Yeah, Calvin Brodus. <laughs> Calvin! Calvin. I dude. love the name Calvin. Calvin. Calvin Brodus. Calvin is cool because of Hobbs. You know, so it's like, yeah. if you have twins, Calvin and Hobbs. Yeah. And I'm fucking tattooing one like a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> the wife has no say in that shit. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, let's, uh, so we're, we're we talking about a van, right? Yeah, we were, we were <laughs> talking we're, about we're, the tour and the van. Their name of van. Yeah. So yeah, well, again, I, I that's a, I really, I, I, I see what you mean, and I, I um, because like, uh, what is it? Uh, East East of Eden, you know, they're they're gonna they're just about to refilm that, and how is Selena's gonna benefit from that? You know, are we just gonna get downtown shut down for a couple of weeks so they could film here? Or are they really gonna, you know, use that as a as a way to kind of show off, like, hey, dude, this epic story was centered mostly around this town. Yeah. You know. Well, the thing is, like, I as coming from another part of the country, the influence of of these authors in this area was not really prevalent in did in you, my part of the did country. Did you guys have to read like Canary Row or, or We didn't read Canary Row. We read George um, and Lenny, what's it called? Or Mice and Men. Of Mice, Mice and Men. And Men. Yeah, no. but the oh, location heavy, itself was sort of downplayed. Right? Well, let's see, that's another thing. That's what I love about Steinbeck is he can take a hill in Soledad and turn it into this magical place of yeah. the sun comes over and the dew warms it up and you're just like and you're looking while you're reading, you're looking you know, again here. Being able to read that and then kind of walk out and see it, it kind of did bring it to life. So I, I, I see. Yeah, and Steinbeck, I, Steinbeck is so influential in American literature too. But the name, the Salinas, was like not a word that I knew, which is strange because you read so much Steinbeck in in literature and you read about him enough that you think that you would know more about this area. But we just don't. Like the rest of the country isn't really that much aware of it. He stayed away. He was always in PG, you know, getting, getting drunk <laughs> in with, Monterey, with Doc Ricketts. Yeah, yeah, Doc Ricketts. Um, yeah, because back then, Selena's was Monterey. Selena's back then was all fucking hoity-toity. All the fucking rich people lived here. Mm-hmm. So all the poor people lived in Canary. In the Canary, Road. yeah. yeah. In Canary stuff. With, yeah, out in the flats. Uh, and and that's, that's when Steinbeck was around. And then in the 70s, 80s, it all started changing, um, you know. Sorry, a lot, of, a lot had to do when the Mexicans came in. It wasn't <laughs> us, man. We just happened to be here when it started, all right? Fuck, give us a break. Um, but yeah, so the 70s, 80s, the Salinas got bigger. Re- oh, shit, Rita, my city is like a 17-year-old, written by yours truly here. They put that Fantastic shit in the Californian. essay, by the way. I they, read the whole thing. It was you. beautiful. They put it in the Californian. Nice. I was on, because I, I every morning, my first thing, I go on Google News. And, and I read the news, so and it, it knows I'm from Salinas, so it has a section for Salinas. And I see my fucking picture there. And I'm like, that's my headshot. Oh I my took God. a headshot. I had to send them a headshot. I was like, that's me. And then I was like, that's my article. Holy shit. This is all good. And then I saw the Salinas, California, and I was like, what? That's crazy. And they republished my shit. That was so fucking cool. That's I got cool. people messaging me on Facebook, dude. Like, they friend requested me, and they sent me a message. Like, man... You really got me thinking about my town. I really like it. That's it really, awesome. It dude. really like it got me emotional, and I was like, dude, I'm, I'm reading it. Like, you get me emotional, dog. What the fuck? <laughs> I just did it because because the guy called me. You're a mover and shaker, dude. You're. I I did not mean to. <laughs> I, I I did not mean to. But yeah, honestly, what what did you think about it? I, I thought it was beautiful. It gave me a perspective on the city that I didn't have already. So I appreciate that when it kind of widened the lens for me a bit. What did you think of that analogy? Because I had I had a couple people uh, upset that I was comparing it. 
it's it's funny in a way because when I was working in in Salinas, when I would go out for lunch or whatever in in the town, the people I would see, the women I would see rather, because they're the only ones that aren't like working all day long, hard labor, because they You're have welcome. kids. You're welcome. They Millie. have kids, and us men will do And that for they're you. probably seventeen or eighteen. They look really young, yeah. and so like the the concept to me hit me probably in a different way than than you expected it to yeah. but it was like so much of the city is made up of these young mothers and so i see that as like these 17 year old people who have responsibilities that most 17 year olds do not have and so they like still have the mentality of a young person but they also have like a baby so they're these responsibilities are kind of forced upon them in a way that they're not used to and so when you made the analogy of like salinas is a 17 year old i'm like yes because so much of the youth here is lost in responsibilities that these young people should not have to have as a burden on them and they're growing through that and they have to grow through that and it's a little bit different i obviously than than the analogy that you were making but it struck me in that way no no it's a very very valid point and it's it's a i I like it um i again i never thought never came across my mind um when when i was doing that um but yeah but it's it's very 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 true um yeah because i I, I like that. I, I like that again. That responsibility. That again it, for me personally, because I had to grow really fast. Yeah. You know? I had to grow really fast living on the east side, and um, again, it. it uh, well, again, a little personal bit. It, he's alive, but my dad overdosed in front of me when I was five. So that, that uh, people sometimes I I'm a little funky with death. To me, I, I kind of joke around about it because. Well, how to, else to do me, you deal? Yeah, when I was five, I, I, I knew, my, again, my sister's four years older, and she's a cop to this day in the <laughs> Air Force, and she was all into fucking Rescue 911 and Rinse and Tin and all these, all these shows, you know? <laughs> so, uh, so when it happened, um, I knew, again, it was just me and him in, in, in the car, and I knew to put, put my, like, listen for his heartbeat. Um, and so at that point, I kind of, I knew he was dead. I, didn't, I, didn't, I was five, so I didn't understand what death was. But I knew he was dead. Um, and then a couple days later, he's just, he's back. You know, again, they, they gave him adrenaline shot in the fucking ambulance to the heart. Um, again, I didn't, oh know my the, God. I didn't know this till years later, you know? So, so to this day, to me, it's like, dude, my dad toyed with death. He kind of jumped on the line between living and dying, you know? It's like, why, why are we so obsessed with, with this death thing? You know? Um, and so, yeah, so I feel like at that point, at, at five, I was already like, you know, pondering death and what's next and what we do. You know, so at five, I, I was, you know, I had that responsibility to put on me is to figure out what is death. You're growing up, it's you know? like growing up too fast. And that's a lot of, it's so common here to exactly. have experiences like that. Yeah, I, again, and so with the, now, the, you know, when you put it that way, again, I wasn't going for that in my writing, but I, I see it exactly, again, personally, yeah. in, in me, you know, I had to grow up at five. At five, I had to try to figure out what the hell death was. Still don't know. And don't worry about death. We're all going to die, everybody. We're all going to die. Don't worry about it. We're all That's what die. I learned. You, don't worry. You know. You know it's going to happen. You know, and then we say death and taxes. No, you could avoid taxes for a while. Uh, death, you know 100% you're going to die. And, um, but yeah, I don't, again, I'm kind of jaded when it comes to death and I feel fucking bad. But it's, uh, I, I like that point. I like that point because I, I feel like myself I had to take on these responsibilities that I don't, I don't if my five, when my niece was five, I would never want her to have to, you know, try to figure that out. Um, but yeah, thank, thanks for, for doing that. 
pretty cool, pretty cool perspective on, on the writing there. So yeah, I mean, if anybody's out there, if they can uh, look up my city, the seventeen-year-old. <laughs> uh oh, everyone's so looking at me. Next? Yeah, everyone's looking at me like, like they expect something else. I don't know. We're we're an hour fifty-six into this. Is that, what what did you want? We. It's up to you. What what, I, I what have we, we had, not we covered? Hit, we hit the. We should. Uh, I want to play a couple clips or something. Oh yeah, yeah we should yeah. do burning bridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down for that. Cause do you want to hear it? Sneak this preview <laughs> stuff. So speaking of like division and growing up too fast and all this other stuff, this track is about. Um, with all the the race issues and things going on, it's made me sort of reevaluate history a bit, and so I've, I've been really fascinated recently with the. Uh, the Civil War, and uh, so I wound up I wound up rewriting one of my songs, um, and I, I wrote this this piece about when the Union first split off from the South, uh, East Tennessee. There were a ton of Union supporters in Tennessee at the time that did not want to split off from the country, and so they came up with this plan. They were going to burn a bunch of the rail line bridges. Uh, from from East Tennessee, yeah. so that they couldn't get supplies out to uh, their troops in the north, and they they worked with the Union and they they started burning these bridges down. They all did it all in in one like fell swoop. They burned a whole bunch of bridges, and the Union was supposed to come in and attack and take the Union supporters out of East Tennessee, and the Union never showed up. And so these guys got arrested, and I've read the story. Many of them were were hanged at the tracks for what they did. Oh, I read that. I've read that on Wikipedia. It's it's really it's really fascinating. This piece of history that does not come up often that people don't really talk about. So they they sort of got lost in time. These people that sacrificed so much, and by the time that the Union came in, they'd already rebuilt all the train trestles and all the bridges. And so their, their efforts were almost like meaningless in a way. It was really, it was really sad. It's a really sort of dark story. And I, I knew I had to, had to have a song about it. Yeah. So I, I have this song, it's called Burning Bridges. Play it.
that's all we can really do for now, but because it's unreleased. It's an unreleased track. There's a, there's a lot more, a couple more minutes to that. And, uh, it's a good track, man. I really enjoyed it. That, I, well, I, I like being able to know the background before because I never would have <laughs> been like, oh, that, that's a Civil War track right there. <laughs> I would have never caught that on. I mean, the, at the beginning, it, it, it is a little bit more evident, but then it gets... Now, yeah, after that, you have to know what it's about. Well, you know, the uh, it's, I'm burning bridges. Strike. It's like there's it, a there's, metaphor there too. That yeah. I mean, the like burning bridges. It's is it's, like, it's a universal kind of like yeah. you know line. It could mean a lot of things. You know, well, so. and then that kind of ties into again your original break, and again even the title break. A lot of it was kind of I don't want to say running away because that kind of uh, kind of hints at like a cowardice of like running, but it it, it seems like. Again, or a, a transition into a new life. And um, is this kind of an extension of that? Is, that is, is your transition still happening? Well, you know, I feel like this is, we're, we're in terms of, like, genre, we're in a place where we want to be. So, like, the first album was a, a good combination of genres, right? You had, like, some sort of electro stuff and then some other things that were definitely more acoustic. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and some stuff that seemed like pop and some stuff that was almost country. Uh, it was just all over the place. It was sort of haphazard, and it was like my life when I was writing those songs. Yeah. But this EP is a lot more put together in terms of genre. It's very electronic, and there, there's only two um, pieces that are, that are actually live instrumentation, um, and that's uh, the, the piano that Eric does on, yeah. on one of the tracks. And then percussion. Well, percussion's on every tune. So, yeah. Uh, we I, we had a lot of fun. With, I had a lot of fun. I'm sure Lily had a lot of fun too. But uh, we got to um, almost everything's electronic, including you know my synthesizers are making the bass drum and the and the snare drum sound. So they're like, I'm not just like throwing some samples in. I'm like, I'm 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 using my keyboard to like He's make a low tone to like. It's tones, it's really yeah. fun to do all these stuff. But then after that, we took it to a percussion player and we recorded all sorts of different percussion per track, each track. And that last one, you'll hear congas on it, um, and which is you know Latin. And then you'll also hear timbales, which is also Latin. And um, we have a timbales are on a couple other tunes on the uh, EP. And it's I kind of fell in love with the instrument a while back, and I just love how loud the instrument is. And uh, it's just. It's, uh, but in terms of like concept, that I don't think my songs are ever gonna break away from from the idea of break. like <laughs> from the idea of like being very dark and sort of, uh, in a way dramatic or or sad. There's always some sad element to my tracks. I don't have a single happy yeah. song. So I I don't know if that's that's just an aspect of me as a writer that I don't think I'll ever lose. Yeah, I mean every every album, every song on this is you know really depressing if you really get into it. You know. Yeah, but, but I think they all come across nicely as yeah. Like, they have like this sort of upbeat feeling, right? You never would listen to that song and think, oh yeah, this is a song about getting hung by the railroad tracks, like yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I, I like know, the I, juxtaposition. I, I'm a really big fan of it. It's something that happened with Ode on the first album, and and people really liked that. That's what I. I that's the song I'm attaching yeah. to the Burning Bridges song because mm. Oates kind of has that, you know, like, well, later, dude. Mm-hmm. Later, some on, on, on my way. You know, that's Ode to yeah. the best ones. That, um, that, that track and that, that album has a lot of mourning on it, and this one is more of, I feel like there's more detached 
Um, what you're saying is that you wish the South won. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got from the track. No. Is, uh, we're going the wrong I way I wish here. the North Com- had, had intervened when they said they would, because I feel like the war might have ended sooner. Yeah, uh, again, but history teaches us that the North was like, oh, slavery is bad. We got to mm. protect this. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Fucking dumb. No. We still have no. it. It's a big thing in our country. Well, slavery. and they couldn't have slaves in the North because their farms were too small. You yeah. know, it didn't make economic sense. And then they, they were, it was a Puritan background. You know, mm-hmm. that a lot of Everyone people from Everyone does Northeast, their own labor. Yeah, they're, yeah exactly. Puritan Christians, yeah. yeah. If, if you're lazy, you're ungodly. So they saw these rich Southerners as ungodly, so they were doing God's work. Did, have you read uh, Humanus Americanus by John Steinbeck? I haven't. He, it, it's all about uh, the, the, essentially the plight of the black man. It's pretty interesting. It's about the plight of the black man in, in America. And it's how it says, like, dude, the reason why black people are treated this way is because white people are scared of them. They're scared of them intellectually. They're scared of them physically. And he breaks it down, all, the, all these different, you know, like, separate but equal schools and slavery and mm-hmm. to all this uh, you, you always it's always belittling no one wants to be usurped that's the thing and, like um, they don't want to lose power yeah yeah exactly and and that that's essentially what he's saying in, in this essay and um it's in again a book called american americans it's a bunch of short stories and that's how it ends and i'm like oh, shit, you're bringing it up and I'm like, nice you read it so what's up y'all anything <laughs> else there are some people that still argue that the South and the North should have split off into two separate countries, and then eventually, over time, the South would have stopped enslaving people because of you know global pressures or something like that. The French, but, yeah, the French would have dropped hella dough and, and kind of said, hey, you guys got to chill that out, man. It doesn't look good. They would have been down for it, but I, I still feel like there are tactical decisions that could have been made that would have sped up the... The war, but obviously it's easy to say that yeah. knowing like what happened, you know, knowing the way that things changed over time. So it's that hindsight, you know, twenty twenty. I agree. Um, what's his name? Robert E. Lee. Mm-hmm. Grant should have fucked him up after. Could have when he when he caught he him could've. at the river, man. He caught him at the river after Gettysburg. And he said, Can you imagine how quickly the war would have ended? If, if that happened, it's amazing. The missed opportunities are just Warmonger. heartbreaking if you think about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. They they went off the deep end with their we want to keep our fucking battle flag. Because I used to think the Confederacy was cool, dude. It, it <laughs> It's in the it's in the Consti- Constitution or Declaration, one of them two, where if we feel the government is too crazy, we can go to war against it. That's, that's well within our right, you know? And, and that... And for a while, I was like, yeah, that was the South. They were so sure that their way was the right way that they said, hey, fuck it, we'll fight you for it. And I, and I, I respected that sentiment. But damn, now it's just, now it's just racist. Now that's the only reason why that one fucking flag. <laughs> they got that, they, that a flag was approved in South Carolina in, what, 1957? Right after all this fucking... Uh, Jim Crow. Yeah, right after all that shit was getting repealed and all that stuff. That's when they were like, ah, we need something. We need a symbol. We need a symbol. You know, we have to eat sandwiches next to these guys, apparently, according to the law. <laughs> we, we, they can't have their own fountains. <laughs> so fuck it. We'll keep something. And they kept the flag. And it's so it's like, dude, it's so obviously a racist symbol. It doesn't reflect the rebellion or shit anymore. Poor Leonard Skinner. They got the bad end. 
I don't know. I don't think. I don't. They're, they're not racist, right? Leonard Skinner um, can't be racist. Hard to say. Well, it's funny because Tom man. Petty, you know, he was he he apologized recently because he said um, he back on his Southern Accents tour. Uh, I don't know. Was that '80s or something? He they used the Confederate flag, and so he he apologized for it now, saying like, you know, he he didn't mean it in a racist way, and but he apologized and he understands that it could have been taken that way. And it's like nobody even cared anymore. Like who even remembers that? Like nobody remembers that. But like he's still like cool enough that he's like, I to didn't mean it in a you know. A to be fair to anybody that did go to that tour, at the front door it said whites only. <laughs> I, I love that song, Southern Accents. I mean, it's like it's a beautiful. It's track. A, yeah, it's a great track. I like that. Uh, what's his name? Billy Idol. Does the Rebel Yell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That song's about whiskey, which makes me feel a lot better about that song. I thought it was just like the 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 Rebel War Cry, but fuck no, there was a whiskey that they would just get drunk whenever they go to the South, and all the chicks would get all. With a rebel, yeah. Mo, mo, mo. Definitely. Um, but what, is that Billy, Billy Idol? Did I say that was Billy Idol? Is that is that really him? Yeah, that's Billy okay. Idol. Ah, my '80s guys, I think I get confused. <laughs> is he the dude that's in uh, Wedding Singer at the yeah, very end? Yeah, Billy Idol. And no one talks <gasps> to Billy Idol that way. That's Billy Idol. Do you like Flock of Seagulls? <laughs> no, but apparently you do. <laughs> is that is that from? Because I, I get thrown off because in Friends, there's a very, very similar scene. And actually, that's... No, yeah, no, the... No, but I can tell you do. That's Chandler. Yeah. That's Chandler, like and that's from Friends. Saying. Yeah, that's from Friends. And there's a guy, when he's going to Yemen... <laughs> to Yemen? That even sounds like a real country. I'm sorry, you guys don't know. <laughs> <laughs> friends. We're not going to get into a Friends discussion. I mean, as long as we're... Yeah. Trying to relate Billy Idol memories to geeky television references. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Billy Idol's the guy that stole his whole style from Spike the Vampire, if I recall yes, correctly. from Buffy. Yeah, straight up. He loves Spike. There's a great interview about that. I don't know if you... Oh, really? No, yeah. I don't know that, no. What is Spike? The, the TV Spike is, character is a vampire. Buffy, this Buffy is this TV show. That's yeah, Buffy. Yeah, she's Buffy. And then there's oh, a vampire please. character who's like who's, the bad boy, who's you know. Who basically looks just like uh, Billy Idol. Yeah, that's, that's his whole his whole image is looking like Billy Idol. But yeah. in the show, because he's a vampire and he's been alive for a long time, they establish that Billy Idol actually stole his image from Spike. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a really funny joke. Oh yeah, fancy. I think Billy Idol actually commented on that, and he was because Buffy was such a good show. Like everybody loved Buffy. Um, so yeah, if you like, appreciate yeah. well-written, yeah. tightly produced television with excellent ensemble cast direction. Oh, man. Yes. Those teen dramas uh, in the 90s, <laughs> late 90s, no. no Dawson's Creek. Don't throw Buffy no, in the same category. No, no. Seventh, no. Dawson's Seventh Creek Heaven. or Seventh Heaven no. or oh whatever you're about um, to say. I don't know what else I can come up with. ER? Although I was ER? watching all of those at the same time, I guess. But yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put Buffy in that ER category. I would drama, but it's yeah, not in the same uh, 16-year-old Lily Lemon, what either. posters did she have up on her wall? Oh, my God. My first real poster was the Third Eye Blind poster, and it was the, the Blue Album poster. Um, was it I after Jumper came out? Did Jumper make you Yeah, it was that? after that. It was Blue was their second album. Oh, so okay. Third Eye Blind, their self-title is the first album. And the second Jumper album is Blue. On? Yeah, and Jumper's on the first album. 
I'm sorry. That's I know way I know. too much about Third Eye Blind. That's all I know about them. <laughs> Dude, recently I've been getting scared. Uh, like Incubus, I've been, I've been liking them. Ugh, and I've never, I like, I like I've never liked them. You know, that's a like that's them. a decent band to get into. Like Their production is no, really like good. Like, no, I'm 15 yeah. year old me is saying no. <laughs> I like them. I'm fighting me them. Too. Yeah, Stellar Stellar was a cool CD. Do you know what the earlier stuff where they were that weird kind of amalgamation of like punkish, rockish, well, see, again, metalish the, sound. That's rap-ish. what throws me off about them, and that's why I don't like them. Is I attribute them to Orgy. I, I combine. I, to me, Orgy and Incubus are the same people, and nah, you're and, I, crazy. and I just like both of them. Yeah, yeah. No, no. In my head, I just combine them just because, just you know, just a hate group. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I dislike both of these groups two. I hate. Yeah, yeah. Therefore, they're all the same. Therefore, they're all the same. Um, that's that's my analogy. That, that's how I that's how I deal with that's life. One way to interpret it. Yeah, yeah. Just you compartmentalize people and keep them out of your life. And when they come in, you just fight them until they go away again. So Incubus, stay out of my fucking. Incubus and all you Salinas, farmers, ranchers. I'm on your side now, farmers and ranchers. Oh no! Oh, we f- we flip the tables. Yeah, because I'm, I'm they're against supermarkets. They are a pawn. Yeah, to the supermarket game. Fucking Walmart, dude. It was Walmart. Well, no one's going to argue in favor Fucking of Walmart, Walmart unless they're paired, paid very nicely. Well, yeah, the Waltons. Nothing bad to say about Walmart. So anyway, we're two hours and 15 in. I, I want to lower this down to an hour and a half episode. You're going to go this, through not, and no, edit no, this? No, 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 no. I'm not going to edit it. We don't do that shit. I, I, I post edit the audio, but I don't delete anything. I'm pretty sure most of my parts can end up on the cutting room floor. No, no. I don't cut anything. I just uh, compression, equalization, and dithering. Ha, learned about that shit. Compression, I, equalization, and dithering yeah. gets you to an hour-long podcast? No, no. Um, it just fixes our audio. I, I, don't, I don't cut it for length. I, I want to do an hour and a half, but it, it just rambles all the time. Um, but yeah, dithering changed my life. I hated white noise. There was always a little bit of white noise I could never get rid of. Racist. Yeah. Right. Brown noise. I love it. <laughs> uh, I love the brown noise. It's the best. Actually, I think so. My synthesizer that I use for my noise soups, I go. I think it puts out. Well, depending on how you color it with the filter, it puts out like pink noise. And so they're like these. It's kind of cool. There's these different like tones of noise, and like you know, I, it's really cool. I've, I've scratched awesome. the surface on that. Yeah. When I first came across the term pink noise, I was like, Yeah, I'm getting way too deep into this. I'm gonna back away. Too much learning on the pink noise. Yeah, they're a color of noises. But, but I, I tripped out. Because when I first saw what dithering is, it's like, oh, it adds noise to your audio. And it's mm. like, dude, I'm trying to get rid of noise. Like, no, no, but it, it combines and then, then it disappears. Amazing. Amazing. That chatrus noise will blow your mind. Chatrus? Chatrus? Is that the brown right? note? Is that chatrus? the brown note? Are you talking about the brown note? No. <laughs> chatrus is the. What is chartreuse? It's like kind of a fuchsia, right? Purple. Oh shit! Do I, do I even know my color? Am I am I off off base on my Your color? Your color wheel is off. Is it what is chartreuse? It sounds. Well, you can't say it's off if you don't is know. It cured meats. <laughs> cured meats sliced into little bite-sized pieces. That's charcuterie. <laughs> you don't know. You don't. I know love my charcuterie. I really don't know. So therefore, uh, you're wrong. I think we took a vote on it, and it's not a color. Yeah, nope. And if it is, we're Plutoing it out of that color scheme. We're done. But anyway, so 
I want to say goodbyes because we can go for it. Yes, we can. Well, let's uh, let's right. close it out more? with one more oh, uh, yeah. track, and we can fade it out. And uh, wait, what? Yeah, I just have to admit I was wrong. It's it is neither of what I said. Chartreuse is a pale green or yellow. Wait, liqueur? No, no. Hold on, Google. A liqueur? It's also color. It's a but it has a liqueur. It's a pale green or yellow liqueur sorry, made say, from brandy. You have a problem. Aromatic herbs. My name's Matt, and I think colors are alcohol. Well, I mean, <laughs> come on. Who among us isn't down with a, an aromatic herb from time to time? Oh, I'm about to get down with aromatic herb when we're done. I'm about to get down with aromatic herb as soon as we're finished. <laughs> All right, let me... Uh, so this one's called California Drifting, and I think it's going to be probably our first single off the EP. And, um, yeah, once again, that, that EP is going to be coming out September 4th. First, if you come see us in person, but if you do not, then you have to come. You have to wait around for November or so, and they'll be released online. What's happening September 11th? Is that the beginning of the tour? September 11th is our kickoff show, at Chibo Restaurant Monterey, and then I think September 12th we're going to be down in a Paso Robles, and then it'll just be LA from there and the whole tour. You can check us out, uh, LilyLemon.com, and check us out the check out the Facebook. Just look up Lily Lemon, L-I-L-L-I-E, Lemon, like the fruit. You can hashtag Lemon Like the Fruit on your uh, Instagram if you uh, see us live. Or Lily but just joined sep- us right now. September 11th is, is the date to remember. That is, it is. the date that all <laughs> unveils. Never forget. On the same day that we commemorate the... Well, I mean, our nation can never remember the day that Jay-Z dropped his legendary <laughs> album. Yeah. <laughs> he dropped it on that 9/11 too. Yeah. He on New York, he's from New York. 9/11, Jay Z did it. Jay Z did it. Beyonce is looking kind of suspicious. Conspiracy. All right, we're doing this. Peace out. Toxic Cleopatra. Kicking tired, dreaming feet The fault emerges, sniffs the air And rises from the deep And the earthquake that follows after Pushes California against the shore And it splits apart at the seams And now we're on the ocean floor Oh